0: 2021 virtual meeting of the San Francisco entertainment commission. My name is Ben Blyman and I'm commissions president due to the COVID-19 health emergency and to protect entertainment commission members, city employees, and the public, the city hall meeting rooms are closed. However, members and employees will be participating in the meeting remotely. This precaution is taken pursuant to the various, sorry. Uh, orders, declarations, and directives. Commission members and employees will attend the meeting through video conference and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Public comment will be available on each item on the agenda. Recording in progress. Both Channel 26 and SFGovTV.org are streaming the number across the screen. Each speaker will be allowed two minutes to speak. Opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via the Zoom platform using meeting ID 852. 12674379 or by calling 1-669-900-6833 9, and using the meeting ID. If using the Zoom platform to speak, select the raise hand option when it's time for public comment. If calling by phone, dial star 9 to be added to the speaker line when your item of interest comes up. You'll be unmuted when it's your turn to speak. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. Alternatively, while we recommend that you use Zoom audio or a telephone for public comment, you may submit a written public comment through the chat function on Zoom. Please note that the commissioners and staff are not allowed to respond to the comments or questions during public comment. Thank you to SFGovTV and Media Services for sharing this meeting with the public, and we'll start with a roll call. All right,
1: President Blyman. Here. Um, Just to check, is Vice President Camino not making it this evening
0: oh i uh, thought we were two down but sorry i may have been uh okay i will uh,
1: text-
0: okay cool text-
1: all right commissioner lee
2: here
1: commissioner perez
2: here with bells on
1: welcome back commissioner thomas here commissioner wang here and i'll note for the record that commissioner Falzon has an excused absence
0: Okay, thank you very much. Moving along, the first order of business is general public comment. These are for items that are not listed on the agenda and I'll ask uh, Senior Inspector Rice if um, there are any items, uh, any people who wanna speak in general public comment.
3: If anyone is here um, who can hear us right now in the public, if you want to speak for general public comment, please raise your hand in Zoom Just make sure people know. Let's wait for a second. All right, there are no hands raised and no uh, comments in the chat.
0: And we will close general public comment. The next agenda oh, item. I just is,
3: got, okay, someone just raised their hand, but I can't tell if they were doing it. Oh, um, well,
0: we can ask them. Okay. They got it in in time.
3: Zoom live. All right. Okay, I will, um, I'm going to allow them to talk.
4: Yes, hi. Uh, My name is Saliha. I was just, um, I mean, I can't see myself on the Zoom platform, so I'm just saying hi. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm the only um, resident that's joined in, but I just wanted to know is there going to be an opportunity to have a comment afterwards as well, or is this it?
0: This is for items that aren't on the agenda tonight. That are not. Yeah, so every, there's public comment on every single agenda item, but this is for anything that isn't on the agenda. So if okay. you want to call in for one of the agenda items, that's, that's later.
4: Okay, so I'll do that later. Thank you.
0: All right, thank you. Um, I believe uh, Commissioner Camino is waiting to be let in. Oh, okay. Or thank at
3: least you. She, let me, she is. Uh,
0: yeah. Let me... Um, All right, so that general she, public comment... I see comment, her now. Okay. Got it. So general public comment is now closed. The uh, next agenda item is number two, which is approval of the meeting minutes from December 7th, 2021 commission meeting. Uh, do we have a motion to approve these minutes?
5: Uh, so, Is there
0: a second? I'll take the second, Lauren. <laughs> right. <laughs> is there any public comment on the uh, meeting minutes?
3: I'll check right now. And and there is none.
0: All right, we'll close public comment and we can have a vote on the agenda items.
1: All right, President Fleming.
0: Yes, aye.
1: Vice President Camino. Aye. Okay, Commissioner Lee. Aye. Commissioner Perez.
2: Am I able to vote on this item? Do Uh, I need to abstain?
0: I I am actually- I think you can I think you can because it's you review you the minutes and just make sure that they get entered in the record you didn't have to okay Aye. I- okay cool all
1: right and Commissioner Thomas aye and Commissioner Wayne aye
0: all right great news the minutes are approved the next <laughs> agenda item is number three which is a report from Executive Director Weiland
1: all right good evening commissioners i just have a very brief update this evening wanted to just wish you all happy holidays happy new year um and just say you know we had a great time for all those that were able to make it last week to our little holiday gathering um we had a a decent turnout we had probably five elected officials that came which was really nice Uh, We had some permit holders that came, but it was just really great to see everybody again and be in the same space and be able to celebrate all of the hard work that everyone's done over the last couple of years during the pandemic response, especially. Um, So beyond that, I just wanted to call to light the most recent newsletter that we sent out. Um, It was full of some really helpful updates around the Small Business Recovery Act um, and how we're actually implementing that in real time for our permit holders to better understand those impacts to their business, what they need to do, if anything, um, and what those rules mean for them in terms of Um, coming into um, compliance without even having to change anything so again reminder for one of those is just essentially that limited live performance permit holders across the board for their indoor spaces can now extend until 11 p.m for example so that was something that we helped explain and break down all of that information is on our website we'll continue to take any questions that come in to our main email address or to our phones uh, relative to implementation for that. Um, And beyond that, we issued yet another reminder about holiday gatherings um, and making sure that you apply for any one-time permits with us. Um, We're trying to be as flexible as we can in issuing uh, last minute permits for New Year's Eve, especially given that Omicron Uh, variant is um, probably coming to San Francisco more heavily soon is the prediction. And it's sounding like a lot of folks are wanting to take their events outside, which is very understandable. We will do as best as we can and processing what we can in this very short period of time Um, so just wanted to keep you updated on all of that we do have an existing list now for all New Year's Eve events I'm happy to share that with you all just as a fun FYI for what's going on in the city but we will be using that information for situational awareness and sharing that with other city agencies and we will be having two inspectors out in the field Of course, all evening on New Year's Eve, um, as well as New Year's Day to make sure that we're responding to any complaints in real time and checking on compliance of any last minute permitted events, especially. Um, If you have any questions for me, please let me know. Happy Holidays.
4: Questions?
0: None for me. Is there any public comment on this agenda item?
3: and checking and there's none.
0: All right, we will close public comment on this agenda item. Thank you very much, Director Wyland, and uh, hope you get a much deserved break here soon, very soon. Um, all right, the next agenda item is number four, which is a report from Deputy Director Azevedo. Thank you,
6: President Blyman. Good evening, commissioners. Um, In the folder you'll find a copy of the enforcement report along with an enforcement memo if you'd like to follow along here. Um, Since our last hearing we have received 25 sound complaints. The first business I'd like to discuss is Edinburgh Castle Pub. In October you would likely remember that we discussed this location and you all instructed us to deprioritize responding to complaints at this location. However, we did respond to a complaint on Halloween and the business was in violation of their sound limit and we issued a citation. Since October 31st, we have received 17 complaints and revisited the business five times where they were found in full compliance each time. I'd like to note that we have received complaints the business is playing prerecorded music 24/7. I have notified Northern Station of the issue and permit officer Walsh has requested that units go by between the hours of 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. However, my understanding is that the request has not been fulfilled yet due to superseding cases that the police department is responding to. I also want to note that the neighbor who I've been corresponding with since September, he emailed me, excuse me, they emailed me on Friday, December 17th to complain of the after hours music and I informed them that the complaint needs to be called into PD non-emergency as it falls outside of our inspector's field hours and because the complaint is about pre-recorded music which is not entertainment. Uh, They responded to say that they didn't know how the police department would determine that the noise is indeed coming from the bar when the doors are locked between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. And they have two air walls at the front, excuse me, front entrance, you cannot hear the noise from the sidewalk. And that they would, PD, would need some kind of electronic sound device to hear what's going on inside. For the record, this neighbor claims that they can hear music inside of their home. However, they would not let the owner of Edinburgh into their residence to help pinpoint which speaker was causing the sound bleed. Ultimately, if the neighbor claims the music cannot be heard from the sidewalk and is not willing to explore other solutions, including letting someone into their residence, I do not see how this complaint will be resolved. I mentioned this to put on the record tonight that we believe we have exhausted our efforts in responding to complaints at this location and the business has demonstrated ongoing compliance. We are again recommending to deprioritize complaint response at this location. I also want to mention that Director Weiland and I are working on putting together a set of criteria to establish protocol for deprioritizing uh, responses, as well as to help us determine the length of time to deprioritize and then the reasons for reopening response after you've directed us to de-prior- deprioritize. We will share this criteria with all of you uh, for review and discussion in the new year. Next business is White Rabbit located at 3138 Fillmore Street. Inspector Fiorentino responded to a 311 complaint here at on December 12th at 1230 AM. And when he arrived the DJ music from inside was very audible outside of the business even with their front door closed. Inspector Fiorentino took a sound reading and it showed the business operating above their approved sound limit. Manager was not there and neither the DJ nor the security knew the sound limit. Inspector Fiorentino was able to work with the DJ to bring the volume down to their approved limit. And I went ahead and issued a notice of violation for exceeding their sound limit and for not having someone on site who is aware of the permit conditions, which is the first condition on our good neighbor policy. Next business to discuss is Soda Popinski's, located at 1548 California Street. Inspector Fiorentino responded to a 311 complaint on December 11th at 6.30 p.m. And when he arrived, he noted that there was a single speaker in operation just outside of the front door and the volume was well above ambient noise levels at a distance 50 feet from the property plane. Um, our inspector met with the bartender to explain the complaint and to work with them to bring the volume down so they were operating in compliance with their permit conditions. I also issued a, uh, this business a notice of violation for exceeding their sound limit. The next businesses on the list are Spark Social and Park Lab Gardens located at 601 Mission Bay Boulevard and 1379 4th Street respectively. These two locations are adjacent to one another and they're owned and operated by the same person. However, Spark Social holds an outdoor LLP and they're allowed to have amplified sound and entertainment daily from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. because it was approved in accordance with Municipal Police Code 1060.16 in 2018. Whereas Park Lab Gardens holds a jam permit and can only have outdoor amplified sound and entertainment six hours a day, which are 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. and again, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. So we received two sound complaints about the food trucks at one of these locations that were playing music loudly. Upon investigation on December 5th at 2 p.m., Inspector Fiorentino observed a DJ at Spark Social, that's the one that holds the outdoor LLP, and program music playing at Park Lab Gardens, the one that holds the jam permit. So both locations were in compliance with their sound limit, however, Park Lab Gardens was playing amplified sound outside of their permissible jam permit hours. The following day I followed up with a permit with the permit holder via email to clarify their details of their permit. And then again on this past Sunday, December 19th Inspector Fiorentino responded to another complaint at 1pm and when he arrived the speakers at Park Lab Gardens were again turned on, which is outside of their permissible jam hours. So today I issued a notice of violation for operating outside of their allowable hours and I spoke with the permit holder who now understands the differentiation between the two permits and will be requesting to amend their jam permit hours to meet their programming needs. The last business to discuss tonight is Pops Clubhouse located at 2800 24th Street. We've received three complaints about the business in the last month and we've responded three different times. Upon each visit, the business has been in compliance with their POE and JAM permit conditions. Most recently, Inspector Fiorentino responded to a complaint on December 18th at 1047 PM, which was just 30 minutes after the the original complaint came in. The complainant claimed that there were 40 people hanging out at the intersection's corners, all with open containers, amplified music, and that there were cars doing sideshows, and that the activity was associated to Pops Bar. Inspector Fiorentino was able to verify that during his visit, there was no sideshow or people loitering in front of the bar. He actually stayed for an additional 45 minutes just to observe the business operations and during that time, the business was fully compliant with all of their permit conditions. We are recommending that we deprioritize responding to complaints at this location and go ahead and forward them to SFPD non-emergency for the activity that might be taking place in the area, but is not related to the business. Those are my updates, happy to answer any questions that you may have.
0: I feel that I must address the notice of violation received at Soda Popinski's because that is a place that I own. We deserved it. Uh, We had an outdoor speaker that was uh, making noise and it shouldn't have been. Um, Just so you all know that outdoor speaker will no longer be outdoors uh, ever again, so it won't. You won't hear of any issues surrounding that speaker anymore here. I know you're all wondering with bated breath when this problem is going to solve itself, but it will be totally solved.
3: Thank you.
7: And thank you to the staff for managing all of the Edinburgh Castle back end. <laughs> I know that's been an ongoing issue. I thought that I, I Thought that I understood that the neighbor lived across the street. Do they live on the same block as Edinburgh Castle? I mean, on the same side of the street?
6: Commissioner Thomas, I'd have to go back to the September correspondence to revisit the actual location. There was a moment in time when we heard from a couple of neighbors in various locations, and since then, and and so I, I can't confirm if this neighbor who I've been in correspondence with pretty consistently since September, if they're adjacent to or across the street from, I know that they are um, the only one that I am now hearing from at this point. And the complaints that come in of those 17, vast majority are all anonymous, if not, a, if not all. And I can confirm that if you'd like.
7: Got it. Yeah, I, I agree with deprioritizing. It seems like, you know, our our primary responsibility is measured at the sidewalk level. And if there's no other cooperation from the neighbor, there's little we can do and it just, it seems vanishingly unlikely that the, uh, that they're actually playing pre-recorded music in a closed, unoccupied bar and it seems like that sound may well be coming from somewhere else that is not a permitted entity of ours. Noted, thank you. I mean, thank you for continuing to, to mm-hmm. engage on this.
8: I mean, I mean, that last comment that for them to say they can't hear it outside and they can hear it through the wall sound like they live in the building. You know, it's just, it's just contradicts the whole thing. So it's weird, you know? Do what we can.
3: Any
0: more questions? All right, I don't have any more. Is there any public comment on this agenda item?
3: I thought I was doing the right
5: one, excuse me. Recording stop, recording in progress. (laughs)
3: Sorry, Um, please forgive me. I'm gonna have to not flash the slide because I don't know why it's not showing, but um, let me just double check the, and there's no hands raised and no comments in the chat.
0: All right, we'll close public comment on this agenda item thank you deputy director for your um, continuing work on these matters uh and a happy holiday to you as well um next agenda item is number five which is updates on the nightlife business response to covid 19. uh we have himself the 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 baron of nightlife the sultan of sound. Mr. Ben Van Houten is here tonight, I believe, to give us an update. Mr.
3: Van Houten, you have the floor. All right. I'm bringing bringing Ben in right now to join us as a panelist.
9: Thank you. Uh, Thank you, President Blyman. Good evening, Commissioners. Uh, Ben Van Houten from the Office of Economic and Workforce Development. Let me share my slides. hoping you all can see that. Confirmation. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Just a a short update uh, tonight for all of you. Um, There we go. Uh, First on the state front, the California Venues Grant Program. That's, uh, again, as a reminder, that's the $150 million relief program offering grants of up to $250,000 to venues and promoters. Uh, that program, the, the application window finally closed on December 7th. Uh, I've, I've been talking about this for a few months now and that application window uh, kept getting expanded, extended outward. Um, that, that application window is now closed and uh, the state is currently reviewing applications in that program. Um, as a reminder, the requirements for these grants were really similar to the shuttered venue operators grant, the federal program. Um, so I would hope and expect that that, that businesses that qualified for that, the SVOG also will qualify for this, but we'll certainly be monitoring outcomes uh, once we hear about them. Um, And with the end of the year close upon us, uh, the state legislature will reconvene in January and a bill that we are following uh, is SB 793 from Senator Weiner, which would create a music venue liquor license, a new type of liquor license specifically for music venues and would also uh, empower local jurisdictions to create uh, areas called entertainment zones, which could have uh, open consumption as part of those as part of those areas. So that's another that's a bill that was introduced last year, and um, made it partway through the process. I believe it's still in the um, on the Senate floor, I think for a full Senate vote, um, and will it's our understanding be picked back up in January. On the local front, uh, last month, we were uh, uh, excited for the mayor to announce uh, SF Live, which is uh, $2.5 million in state funding to support a 2022 campaign to support the live music and entertainment sector. That funding was secured by uh, City Attorney David Chu when he was in the Assembly. Um, SF Live will include outdoor concerts in parks and plazas that are curated by our indoor entertainment venues. As well as a couple of initiatives to launch an SF music brand and also support uh, the marketing of a local music week. Um, we're really excited about all of these different components. Um, there's still a lot of work to be done to get this off the ground uh, next year. And so, really, at this point, I'm, I'm comfortable saying more information in early 2022. We have some work to do uh, through the Board of Supervisors to formally accept the money in order to be able to expend it. And then also, um, I would expect uh, that we will be issuing, our office, OEWD, will be issuing a request for proposals uh, at, at some point to uh, identify a partner to work with to uh, implement this campaign. But really excited about this as part of an effort to uh, really link our live music and entertainment sector to the economic recovery that we hope to continue uh, next year. Additionally, a uh, Harvard graduate student reached out to me um, a a couple months ago, maybe at this point, uh, with his interest in doing a capstone research project on San Francisco nightlife policy and planning. Um, So he's going to be doing uh, research on best practices in terms of global nightlife uh, regulation and support efforts. He'll be conducting some interviews and he will also be doing some surveying to inform a a set of recommendations that he will uh, submit to our office and also uh, that will serve as the basis for his uh, capstone. So excited about that work. More more information about that uh, for all of you as that that work continues. Final update here is on the Music and Entertainment Venue Recovery Fund. And I actually updated this slide uh, just a little bit earlier today um, with the news from the Office of Small Business that the second round of Venue Fund grants is now open Um, So there were roughly there's roughly $500,000 in remaining funds for this second round of grants uh, from the initial $3 million allocation, Um, the criteria uh, for this round are the same and uh, venues that are already in the fund those 70 venues that have qualified for the venue fund, they, they don't need to reapply for this second round, but there is an open application window if any additional venue. Uh, that that would have qualified in the first round, that that would have met those those same criteria, uh, they can uh, apply uh, to to, uh, be part of the Venue Fund as well. So again, for the businesses that are already in the Venue Fund, they don't need to do anything in order to participate in the second round. They have already qualified. But if there are any other venues that meet those same criteria, uh, they can apply. And that's at, um, uh, I believe it's sfosb.org slash Venue Fund is I believe the, uh, the, the URL there. Um, and I'm sure that we'll be working to promote that. That's that's hot off the press's news, and I'm sure that we'll we'll all be working to get that information out there. Um, additionally, the Venue Fund is still accepting online donations. There is the link uh, for people interested in donating to the fund. Uh, you click the link, click Donate Now, select uh, the Yes under the Music and Entertainment Venue Recovery Fund, and that's a, a great way to give uh, tax-deductible contributions to support our San Francisco music venues. And with that, that's the end of uh, my presentation. Happy to answer any questions and otherwise uh, extending a happy holidays to all of you commissioners and uh, commission staff and looking forward to continuing to work together uh, in 2022. Questions?
0: think I know the answer to this Ben but is there any talk with um, Omicron surging of any additional relief on city or state or national level for businesses on top of these things are there any murmurings that you're hearing or anything concrete um it does seem like it's gonna um put a damper on the next 60 to 90 days at minimum of businesses
9: yeah I haven't heard anything that's a, that's a great question um I haven't heard anything specific um you know, the, the federal, the federal shuttered venue grant fund, um, was able to give out grants to to all of the qualified applicants in the first round and had money left over to do a supplemental round, um, last year. Obviously the, the restaurant revitalization fund was oversubscribed by leaps and bounds. And, um, and, you know, I know my understanding is there have been efforts in Congress to, to, to replenish that fund, you know, since since it was learned that it was was over so oversubscribed, um, you know, beyond that, I, I I don't know of of any additional uh, new new programs in response to Omicron, but you know, with um, you know with all the developments, with everything happening so recently, and also I think so much still to learn about the science of it. This is this is me speaking on but uh, off the cuff on this. Um, you know, I, I think um, I'm, I'm sure those conversations are, are going to continue to to happen. Um, you know, in parallel with monitoring the situation on the ground. But I totally hear you that this is, um, you know, this is a real challenge. Another another real challenge. The latest challenge for uh, an industry that has faced uh, plenty of them over the past two years. Any more questions, anyone?
0: All right, is there any public comment on this agenda item?
3: All right, let me try this one more time and see if it works this time. Yes, it worked. Okay. Let's just flash this for a few seconds here. I'm checking to see if there's any hands raised. And there are none, and there are no comments in the chat. Okay, we
0: will close public comment. Now is a good time to thank the mayor's office for extending the parklet uh, deadline another year, uh, because we're going to need them again. All right, thank you, Mr. Van Houten. Pleasure, as always, and we will be moving on here. Oh, happy holidays to you, you you giant bearded sir. The next agenda item is number six hearing and possible action regarding uh, applications for permits under the jurisdiction of the entertainment commission and i will ask deputy director azevedo to introduce the permit application uh the first one for the regular agenda for the evening thank you
6: president blyman hello again commissioners The first permit on tonight's agenda is for a place of entertainment permit for the Dorian located at 2001 Chestnut Street. The Dorian applied for a place of entertainment back in 2019. But due to zoning restrictions, they first had to complete the section 311 neighborhood notification process with the planning department. They completed this process and received approval to add nighttime entertainment as a principal use to their premises. Therefore allowing a POE permit in January of this year. In the interim, the Dorian was issued a Jam, Just Add Music permit in November of 2020 to allow outdoor amplified sound and permissible entertainment. After the Dorian received approval from the Planning Department about the indoor nighttime entertainment, they misunderstood and thought they meant that meant that they could activate entertainment. It was brought to my attention on October 31st of this year that they were having a DJ without a permit. I reached out to the owner to explain that although they received approval from the planning department, they still needed to apply for the POE permit from the EC. They responded immediately and are rectifying the situation by applying for the POE to come into full compliance now. They're applying for the POE to have live entertainment such as bands and DJs during hours of operation. This permit also includes their outdoor speakers, which they currently hold a jam permit for. They'd like to make their outdoor speakers permanent under the P.O.E. permit and be allowed to have them in operation for pre recorded music Monday through Friday 4 to 10 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday 12 to 6 p.m. For neighborhood outreach they passed out a total of 37 letters to eight residential buildings and five businesses in their immediate vicinity. They also held a community meeting where about 40 people came to learn about their permit and ask questions of the applicants. In your file you will see that we received 13 letters of opposition and 12 letters of support five of which are from 2020 when the applicant went before the planning commission to add nighttime entertainment as a principal use. I want to highlight that someone in opposition of the permit authored a letter and shared it with neighbors but the letter did have some incorrect information. I responded to all of the opposing neighbors to to clarify the points that were inaccurate and a copy of the letter and the correspondence is in your file tonight. It was also shared with supervisor Stephanie's office they been as they had been in, uh, included in many of the neighbors opposition letters. Um, the author of the letter also responded to me with further questions which I provided responses to and those are again included in your file this evening. I've been in close contact with their operations manager and have explained the importance of adhering to the good neighbor policy and their sound limit should they be approved for this permit. Northern Station approves the permit with no conditions. <coughs> Here to speak to you tonight is the operations manager, Jeff Davis.
3: I'm going to bring in Jeff Davis momentarily. Uh, Standby, there's a delay with Zoom, try it again. Okay. Um, Should I be bringing in Mr. Benson Wang as well, Director, Deputy Director Azevedo?
6: I think that's appropriate. Okay.
4: Okay. So we should have...
3: Hello, everybody. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Thank you.
10: Uh, Thanks for uh, doing this, everybody. I'm going to have Benson uh, speak on my behalf. uh, If you want to pipe him in. So Benson, you can just unmute yourself and you'll be able
3: to be seen and heard. Benson, we still can't hear you. Um, Looks like there's some... uh, your image is freezing a little bit too.
10: I'm going to have Benson speak on through mine Zoom. Okay.
3: Yeah, you're a, a little quiet. Maybe speak a little louder if you could. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right. Before Can you start, now? before we start, yes, uh, Benson, I believe one of our commissioners may. Uh, want to recuse herself she let me know that Uh, Commissioner Wang I think if if that is the case I think it's probably best for you to do that now
5: okay great uh, yeah Benson is is a family member of mine so I'm going to recuse myself now from this particular item on the agenda thanks
4: okay thank
5: Uh. you
9: <clears throat>
3: um, so uh, President Blyman, am I supposed to take out Commissioner Wang and put her back into the um attending it's, area it's probably the it's probably the easiest
0: it's probably the best thing to do because in real life she, okay. she would walk into the room behind us and not be okay. in attendance okay
3: so. all right so um we promise so we'll bring her back okay. commissioner wing <laughs> i'll promise smart. to bring you back okay all right okay so did we lose benson looks like he's uh trying to
11: Sorry guys, we difficulty over here. Okay,
3: um, he's not trying to, I can, I'll keep a lookout for um, him in the uh, attendee list if he needs to log back in again. There he is. okay I'm bringing in Benson Wang again to be a panelist okay Benson if you could unmute yourself and turn on your camera,
0: Still can't hear him. This is a
3: new one to me. Yeah, we still is, can't hear.
0: Is Jeffrey there?
12: Is Come he? On a, now? He, yeah, no, oh, we, okay. here we are. Awesome. So sorry, guys. I'm not great with the Zoom. <laughs> All right. Are you guys? Sorry, I missed the last thing that you guys said. Am I? Am I clear to to speak or? Okay, great. Um, Sorry guys, so good evening, president and commissioners. My name is Benson Wang and I'm the operating partner of the Dorian restaurant. We are excited to finalize this permit after two long years. This will coincide with the rebirth of this wonderful. We are well aware of the many concerns amongst the neighbors who have had poor past experiences with former tenants of this venue. Our past performance is no reflection of who we are and the vision we have for this restaurant. I want to tell you right now that we are willing to do whatever it takes to operate within the law, the good neighbor policy, as well as the good human ethos that we hold ourselves to each and every day. As a fourth generation restaurant owner born in the city, I take this job very seriously. I've learned that the only way to succeed in this industry is to serve the needs of the community around you. Since applying for this permit, we have been responsive to the community. We've hosted three neighborhood outreach events with nearly 100 attendees. As Caitlin mentioned, the last event on December 7th, 40 people attended throughout the night. We have listened to our neighbors, shared our personal contact information with each of them, and have developed clear health and safety concerns. These include developing the front door removal, establishing proactive internal sound decibel readings, as well as complaint SOPs automated volume controls controlled by our management team, added signage and mandatory lead certification to name a few. The Dorian has op- been operating successfully for over seven years now, including navigating a global pandemic. Our team will always put their best foot forward to make this community a better place. A few notable of this, we served 50,000 meals to the homeless and organized a charity event, charity event that produced over 100,000 in proceeds, For the underprivileged youth. On top of leading this company, I'm the treasurer of the Golden Gate Restaurant Association, member of the SF Travel Tourism Council, and volunteer member of the Guardsmen of San Francisco. I'm one call away and happy to pick up the phone if anyone has any questions or concerns in the future. Thank you for your time.
0: All right, so I think the way that we should do this is we should probably do public comment early on in this so that we hear if if there are comments from the public that we hear some of the concerns and then we can ask the, um, the permit applicants uh, how they plan to address these concerns uh, before we make any decisions. Does that make sense to everybody? Yep. All right, so let's do public comment now um, and uh, just for the listeners, you have two minutes, so time yourselves and unfortunately we will cut you off at two minutes, it's the, it's the law. Um, so uh, don't, don't think we're doing it to be personal if you are uh, exceeding two minutes.
3: Okay, President Blyman, I'm going just to flash the screen one more time. Not one more time, but just up again. Just in case anyone wants to call in or chat. Okay. Okay, so as President Blyman said, please raise your hand if you would like to speak. Um, we have one hand raised right now, and I'm going to bring them in. Hello, caller, if you can hear us, please state your name. You have two minutes. Uh, Looks like we lost him. Let me try this. Okay. Hello, caller, if you can hear us, please unmute yourself. Um, You have uh, two minutes. seems that caller is still on mute. Caller, um, you should hit, um, uh, pardon me, you should hit um, star nine. Okay, I don't we know. want to what's try going a different caller? Maybe Warming. try a
0: different caller and we'll invite this caller to, to we'll bring this caller back in, but you do have to hit star nine to speak, I believe. Um, but let's let's try somebody else and then that then that will okay. determine if this is an uh, user error issue or if it's a more of a Okay. Uh, in- okay.
3: okay, I made a note that who that person is. And I'm going to try the next person on the list. Saliha.
4: Yes. Hi, my name is Saliha Roucha. I'm a neighborhood resident. I live across the Dorian from Chestnut Street. Um I had emailed as well and um I've made my concerns known to the like commissioner you guys about it. As already the current noise level of the Dorian is already high enough without permit, um the extra permit they're applying for. Um and so I just wanted to make I guess I just wanted to let speak directly to the commission right now at this meeting and I'm not sure why my neighbors aren't here if can but we have like I think 47 people that um really didn't want this um permit to be approved because it's gonna really increase the noise level, especially on weekend nights, which already there are people fighting in the street at like 2 a.m right outside my bedroom window my kids are sleeping. Um and it's already you co- know it already disturbs us the kind of noise that comes through there. Um so I just wanted to make sure that at least for my, as a neighborhood I don't want this permit to be approved. Um, so that's why I'm here tonight. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Celia. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to do the next caller. Just make myself a note here. Who this is? All right. Hello, caller. Can you hear us? Hmm. Hmm. Um, can you
0: unmute them? It's not possible, right?
13: It's not possible. All
3: I do is ask them to unmute themselves. Um, can you bring them in as a presenter? You did. Yes, they are right now. Um, and it's,
1: right. Well, it's star nine for them to unmute themselves?
0: So they, they do have to hit star and then nine. If, if they're not doing that, that might be the issue. But We've had one person successfully speak now, and two who have had difficulties. So it's difficult to say okay. if it's a.
4: It's
3: yeah. There is um, there is the original person we tried. Uh, I could try them again. Um, we can do it in chat, or they could. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, is there another? They could call in the main line and speak, but that's that's a whole thing, right?
3: Hmm. I could try to call them in myself and hopefully not, um, cause f- feedback. You yeah. can try to experiment.
0: Try the next, try the next, try the original person. Okay. And we'll... All right. So we're going to do everything we can to hear these comments. Um,
8: somebody, somebody just put something on chat. Catherine. Yeah,
3: we just got, we just got something on chat, um, which I will read at, read aloud. Um, from someone named Kathleen saying, I live across the street from the Dorian. My concerns are twofold. Number one, the noise from outdoor speakers and bands playing inside the restaurant. Okay. Um, I'm going to try this person again. Okay, so there must be some error. I don't know what's going on um, with the people who are calling in, because this is back to the same person.
4: Um,
3: I'm going to, let's just try, let me try to call them in on my On my phone make
0: sure you mute yourself or we'll create like an infinite uh
4: yeah
3: thing that'll um, open up a
0: poor portal to another universe
3: yeah i definitely don't want to do that um i am using airpods so let me let me just figure out how i can do this standby. Hear me if I talk like this
4: Yes okay.
3: All right anyone who's calling in I'm going to I'm going to call you and try to have you do speaker speaker phone comment. All right, hey, everybody, I have um this person on the phone. um Can you just speak up and see if we can hear you? Hi,
4: uh, my name is Rachel. I live across from the Dorian. Um,
3: can you hear that?
4: Overall.
0: Yes, yeah. that's good.
4: Okay, thank you.
3: Okay, so continue, Rachel. Thank you. You have two minutes. Okay. <laughs>
4: um Yeah, I'm just concerned. I did write a letter. I don't. All the women's names, she did respond to me very kindly about the woman's inaccuracy. Um, the impression I got is that they didn't have much as far as installation, as far as the sound being muffled. And as someone who lives virtually on top of them, I just don't want to be up to two o'clock in the morning. There's already plenty of loitering and hot smoking and whatever in our doorways. And I just feel, unfortunately, it's not just the door is problem, but like what it will bring with it. Those different hours and services, so that's just my general
3: concern. All right, thank you very much, Rachel. All
4: right, appreciate it.
3: Thank you. Have a good night. All right, I'm going to call the next person. Put you on mute real quick.
1: Thank you, Dylan. This is really helpful.
0: We're like the four seasons of a commission. We we don't just point to the bathroom. We actually walk the guest all the way.
4: left a
3: message um, for the person. I'm not going to read their number out loud because it's private, but um uh, told them to give me a call. So uh, if you are that person listening, please check your voicemail and please give me a call back. Um, in the meantime, I'm looking to see if there are any other hands raised. Um, and there are none and there is no other chat in the comments. Um,
0: all right, I'm gonna close public comment with the caveat that if that one person who still has been unable to connect can connect with you, Dylan, before we're finished with this, that we give that person a chance to speak because uh, it's, it doesn't seem to be their fault. There's something technical going on here. Okay, okay, sounds
3: good.
0: Um, so let's start with commissioner's questions for Benson or for Jeff, um, who wants to begin? <clears throat>
8: Well, I, I'll, I'll begin. So um, can you guys tell us what, I mean, I know the location. It's been kind of a, <clears throat> a long-time location, and I can understand probably where the neighbors are coming from. But can you tell me uh, kind of your programming exactly? I mean, you kind of explain what you want to do. You're serving food. You know, I, I'm, I'm hearing that you have bands, you have DJs. I mean, are you just? I mean, is it something that you're trying to establish? Uh, you know, and I mean, obviously, live music, eating, drinking, but can you tell me the the format? I mean, is it like a jazz? Are you doing jazz trios? Are you doing mm-hmm. top forty? I'm just kind of interested in hearing uh, what you're going to do, a lot different than what was done before from the previous owners. Yeah, great. So.
10: Questions. So, uh, the previous owners—it was a nightclub, uh, circa—and now, uh, obviously, currently the Dorian is a restaurant, and always will be a restaurant. We just want to add different levels, layers of uh, experience. Whether it's maybe jazz bands on Thursday nights, DJs uh, Fridays and Saturdays, just add uh, different levels to it. But we're not going to turn—we're not turning into a dance club. We're not turning into like—we're not going to have the Rolling Stones play there. We're not doing anything like that. It's just more in the lines of just adding some next level of experiential uh, driven uh, things for the park guests. So, yeah. So, like maybe Thursday night jazz bands, Friday night, Saturday night DJs. Uh, we don't plan on staying. Obviously, our hours operation we close at two in the morning. Last calls at one thirty. DJs would stop at that time frame. Uh, we're not doing ticketed events. We're not doing stuff like that. We're not bringing in. Uh, we're not, again, we're not turning into a nightclub. We're saying that we are a restaurant first, we're food-driven, uh, and we're just want to add some more uh, levels for our guests, you know?
12: Yeah, and no, just to add to that, Stephen, we, we're a neighborhood restaurant, so even with our, our DJ programming, the goal is to add some ambient music. You know, it's really hard to control the tempo in there with with an iPod or an iPad, um, so our, our goal is just to be make sure that we're we're evolving kind of the experience for our guests as a more ambient thing versus like a nightclub. You're going there to see a DJ play. Um, You know, ultimately we think that'll hurt our business more than it'll help it. So the goal is not top 40. It's, um, it's more concept
8: driven music. Uh, uh, What kind of sound system are you, do you have there? Did you, did you basically inherit the previous owner's sound system or, or did you put in a new one or maybe a less, Powerful one, if you're just doing ambient? As yeah, a, I mean, so- a lot of,
12: unfortunately, we didn't hear too much uh, good stuff from the the, the former owner. Um, so we've added, I mean, we've added a few speakers upstairs, um, but nothing too crazy. And, and more importantly, like we've, we've, our AV, our AV guy really capped, the, the the limit because ultimately like if 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 the djs often will try to turn the music up more than you want them to we want to limit that exposure it, it doesn't help us it doesn't help with with the vibe so you know it's it, it's it's really and it, there's not too much added power out there and then we've added a few speakers outside that um can produce music during brunch um but nothing nothing too crazy. So you don't know basically how many watts or anything like that, right? No, I I, I don't have that information. Um, I think they're
8: pioneers, um, but I'm not I'm not positive. But it but it's all your equipment, or does the DJs bring in their own? It's all our equipment. So you have uh, so you could control it
12: if, if you had to. And you can if, control it. There's a there's a DJ uh, input that we've created, and all of that goes through our receiver, and so we control all of that.
8: And so, when you will have a house manager, or one of you guys will be there during the time the music is on, that you uh, can control that.
12: Yeah, we 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 always have a manager on staff, whether it be our director of operations, Jeff, who you just heard, um, who has an extensive background in 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 nightlife and music, um, and then we have three other managers that will run that, either a bar manager, our our. Um, a general manager
8: or assistant general manager will be on. And um, I know it's a a restaurant, but because of the COVID protocols and things like that, are you running, do you have security that work yet? You know, it's going to be at the door and then they can also manage possibly the, uh, the outside noise issues if it's, if it gets a little bit too loud or rowdy outside, are you planning to hire any security?
12: Yes, we have um, we have staff um, for uh, all Friday, Saturday nights, uh, regardless of whether or not we have amplified music going, um, just to control the door and deal with COVID um, protocol. And they also do perimeters of um, of you know they they do perimeters of the location um, every thirty minutes um, and work with our. Um, management team to do the same. So, you know, I think a large piece of, and what we've learned through this is, um, you know, the biggest disturbance comes from crowd mitigation. And so just getting people in and then moving people along on the street uh, has been, you know, just in general, even without music, you know, it really reduces the sound. So that's something
8: that we're, we're on top of. But, but you're not going to hire an actual... A uh, guard carted guard to help you, right? You're gonna have we, we do. We
12: have we have um, hired um, contracted guards, and we've established SOPs with them to to work with.
8: And how many do you have? Just one?
12: We'll usually work with one. If it's busier, we'll work with two. And when the guard does a security check, then the manager will usually um, watch the door for
8: IDs and and vice versa. Okay. Um, how big are those speakers? So you're only working off the small, little small speakers that you mount on the ceilings, or do you have like a subwoofer on the floor?
12: No, they're the same speakers we use for dinner service. You know, the, the speakers don't change.
8: And, and how long have you been running the place now?
12: We've been open for seven years now. We have had our seven year anniversary. You know, we won best new restaurant in San Francisco. Uh, best cocktail bar in San Francisco in our in our first year, you know it's we pride ourselves on being a restaurant first, you know and and music is just a part of the experience.
8: So it's only until now you decided to get the uh, the permit.
12: Yeah, well we've been paying, you know the big thing was we we need to try to preserve capital and it's you know we have a lot we do a lot of corporate events you know we, we, we just got through corporate event season which was a, a very muted this year obviously with with covid but a lot of our our corporate um clients are looking for either a microphone or some sort of amplified sound um you know many request jazz in our venue it's a it's a great holiday venue so for each one of those events we would have to ask them to pay for the permit which you know at times would result in us losing the business or or we would have to take um that fee under our own belt so it just made sense for us to to have you you know more option value here with with the permit
8: okay okay well i'm done for now thank you
2: thanks steven Mr. Perez. Thank you, President Blyman. Hello, Benson and Jeff. Thank you for coming in today. Um, I appreciate that you guys hosted a couple of uh, neighbor happy hours. And did any of the neighbors who are in opposed to your permit, did they show up and did they uh, uh, express their concerns to you?
10: Yes, they've uh, actually... Quite a few of them came to the, all three, meetings, three of our uh, meetings and they expressed their concerns and <clears throat> we responded with uh, uh, our SOP for security procedures and uh, foul mitigation and whatnot. And that was in 2019 when we first were going to the planning department, the first two. And then again, when this we came back and we realized that they thought we had the permit and then we hosted another uh, function a couple of weeks ago and because a couple of the same people that uh, opposed the permit the first time showed back up. And we, I accepted any of the questions and told them what was going on. And of course, that we were, our number one priority is to be good neighbors and make sure that we follow that good neighbor uh, policies and procedures along with our own stuff that we've uh, put in play with the security guards doing perimeter checks. Uh, we have our own sound meter now and all, all of our managers are trained on making sure that we're within, that we will be within uh, uh, the sound limits and whatnot. And yeah, so I, I, I thought we answered all the, their concerns as much as possible. There were some concerns. I mean, they brought us some things that were not physically possible to do with the building and whatnot, like whether it's building a brand new door, had multiple doors there's things that we just couldn't do financially obviously with covid and with what we can do so but i think for the most part we answered all their questions the most that we could and the best that we could and uh i think that we did a pretty good job doing it and then we had a lot of people uh show up that out of those 40 some people last couple weeks a week or so ago most of them were in, in uh supporting us and they were excited about it so just seems it's unfortunate that we see, hear a lot more of the non-supportive things than we hear of the supporters right now.
2: I'm curious about some of the neighbors who say that they're hearing noise from your venue from across the street. Uh, do you think that, what, what do you attribute that to? Do you think, is it because the doors and windows are open while you have entertainment?
10: Well, I mean, we don't have entertainment yet. I mean, there was, when we figured out we we're going to have entertainment. There's, there's a bar, literally the, that building across the street that people are thinking that they're here, Dorian, there's literally a bar underneath them called the Horseshoe Tavern. There's that chestnuts, a busy street as is, uh, Dorian's a busy restaurant. Don't get me wrong, but we still, we turn the speakers down at nine o'clock at night. We keep the doors shut as much as possible. The only, uh, sound that would be coming out of the doors at night would be people entering or leave, or leaving the property. Now, I mean, there might, we also train security guards that, hey, make sure the doors are shut at 10 o'clock. Now, there's always, there could be human error where a security guard forgets to shut the doors and then our management team needs to uh, let them know, hey, make sure you keep the door shut. But most of the neighbors are over there have my cell phone number and they've been given the general manager's cell phone number. And I haven't had a complaint uh, since before COVID from anybody over there. So, uh and then obviously when we do get a complaint, it, we take it very serious. And whether I'm, I'm not on site, there's a, a phone call reached out to the management team immediately, making sure that we're following our good neighbor policy, you know, and shutting the doors, checking the sound, making sure that's good. And even the night that we did get uh, uh, when we thought we had a permit on uh, Halloween, when they, the inspector did come out, we were in side of our uh, decibel level as well too. So again, we, uh, we, we do the best we can and then uh, make sure that we're following this good neighbor policy.
2: Okay. Um, I'm glad that you have this complaint SOP manual. Um, can you kind of tell us a little bit more about how, what the process is when you do receive a complaint for a neighbor, let's say one night, so how does that SOP um, execute, how is that executed?
10: So as soon as, as soon as we get it, say I get it, the tech, uh, I reach out to me, Well, I respond immediately to whoever, whatever neighbor say, okay, I'm on it. Uh, let me figure out what's going on. And then I will contact the manager on site immediately. Their job is to go figure out whether it's the music, if it's too loud, or if there's people outside, whatever the issue is, uh, They'll, then we contact security, whatnot. They'll go over. If it's people outside, we, we ask, ask them kindly to disperse, even if it's not our guests. I mean, that corner is obviously a very corner, busy corner of the marina anyways. Not all of our guests are there, but we still try to maintain and mitigate any traffic around there, even if it's not our guests. Uh, if it's sound, we, we stop it immediately or we, we, we actually do the sound check immediately, make sure we're, we're within our uh, parameters. Uh, and then I contact and I reach back out to the neighbor, whoever had the, the issue and like, and check back in with them. How's it, how's it sound now? Or is the uh, disturbance gone, et cetera, et cetera. And based on what their response is, whether we continue on with, okay, we need to do more or, okay, good. Thank you. So I, a lot of times it was like, thank you very much. All set. So it's a, the, I guess the biggest thing is a sense of urgency that we have to make sure, again, we are, we are a neighborhood barn bar strong that we want to be neighborhood friendly, so uh, so the sense of urgency and responding as soon as we possibly can, and then just get the problem solved.
2: And um, is your phone number? Is that phone number available via your website, or how do people find out about your phone, your phone number?
10: Uh, well, any any neighbor that has as was at one of our meetings out of past three meetings or whatnot i gave out my phone number to any one of those and those seem to be the ones that actually wanted that had that issues or whatnot that have reached out uh also they can call the dorian mainline and and we have a host on duty at and the managers answer the phone all hours of operation at night so if they can't get a hold of me which they always have they can call the dorian the dorian then uh they the manager answers the phone or host answers the the phone and they could Get in, get in touch with the neighbors and see what the issue was. Is.
2: Okay, and with regards to the noise coming from the from your guests that are exiting, are you guys able to give a re- reminder to folks that to please be quiet, respect the neighborhood? Or is there some kind of signage that you can have at the door just to kind of remind people to to respect the um, to respect the neighbor as they exit your bar?
10: Absolutely, we've had a sign and right next to the front door as people walk out please respect our neighbors and be quiet as you're uh, exiting the venue. That's been up since when we first started the, the process. So 2019.
14: Yeah. And
12: another added benefit, Al, is we've been working with um, the security company for some time. So, you know, despite turnover across the industry in general, they prioritize us. So we, we make sure that they understand what the expectations are um prior to coming into work and we often have the same guard the entire time you know we, we've had a lot of the similar similar guards since inception so um they know a lot of our guests and they know how to manage that flow on the the corner of Cheston and Fillmore. Okay
2: thank you that's all I have.
10: Thank you. Thanks.
2: Other commissioners?
0: Um, I just want to check with Dylan one more time and make sure that that one person who is trying to speak has not been able to do
3: so. Have we had any luck? Um, I reached out again, um, just I'm texting a few times. I did not okay. Respond, so, um,
0: well, I think just for, for that person, whoever it is, um, you know, we, we still, if you, just because you were unable to speak here doesn't mean we don't want to hear from you. So, um, we're, um, um, we're open. You can send an email to our uh, to our uh, our general email. You can call the office and leave a message, and, and we can communicate it with the commissioners. All right. I don't have any further questions um, about this agenda item, so I think uh, we will officially, once again, close public comment just to be official about it again, and uh, we can have a conversation about it. Um, This is not Jeff and Benson meant to necessarily be a back and forth. We will ask you questions if we have them, Um, but um, don't feel the need to respond to things that we say in real time here. So you can definitely mute yourselves and um, just sit back while we talk this over for a bit.
6: President Blyman, pardon me for interrupting. I wanted to mention there was one more comment in the chat if Dylan wants to put that on the record.
0: I saw that one, but I believe it was somebody who already spoke. Okay,
6: um, understood. It looks like there were the, so, three totals. So I just want to make sure. everything. Oh, okay. Let me
0: look. Let me Thank look. You. Yep. Sorry.
6: Sorry, I was muted. Okay. okay yes. There's the a
0: question. third from RB, um, from RB that should be in the record. Thank you deputy director. I missed that one.
3: Okay. So the um Reprar, I'm sorry if the name is wrong, um, but Rip uh, Rupbrar says also please turn down, sorry, also please turn Outdoor radio off after loud hours.
14: Got it.
0: Um, and I just want to reiterate, I think this is a really important point for any, for any neighbor listening in on this or somebody who has concerns about this is that in our experience, actually, um, when permits are granted to recipients, uh, to permittees in the city of San Francisco, it actually uh, drastically increases the options for neighbors to... Um, to um, bring businesses into compliance. When a, when a business doesn't have a permit, there uh it is almost never a body like ours that has enforcement and um, inspectors and a incredibly competent staff that answers phones and answers 311 complaints. And so um, a lot of uh uh permits that we've had in the past that have uh, had a lot of skeptical people um in the onset actually a lot of those people have um have learned that actually we're a a great resource for them to help to to maintain uh peace and and uh and uh and good neighborly policies between everyone so i just want to i just want to reiterate that because i think it's important i think sometimes people think that they get the permit our permit and then that just means it's a free-for-all and in fact it's it's quite the opposite it's a (laughs) it's a regulating body that then that then that business has to answer to it at pretty much constantly and regularly. So I think that's an important distinction to make. Um, do any commissioners have any other comments or, or things they want to say before we entertain motions?
8: Um, well, basically uh, that street has been known to be busy. I mean, that's uh Fillmore and Chestnut. I mean, there's so many people going through there and now with shared streets and they're partly on the sidewalk. I think it's 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 got to be very important that they have their outdoor, whatever you call them, concierge or security to maintain uh, some and uh, mitigate some of the uh, probably the activity. I could see you know you know probably uh, patrons being bothered by other patrons. They're not even patrons walking by. Uh, the outside has to be maintained. Um, I mean, the comments from the neighbors, obviously. There's a couple of things that the neighbors have to realize that there is a, a free freedom of speech when you're outside. I mean, <clears throat> um, but it's up to the restaurant to try to keep the noise down. Um, and also, you know, when they get a, if they get an issue permit, there is a sound limit that they are are going to be a have to be a, abided to. So, whatever you're hearing now is probably not going to be the same. Uh, or, or we don't know until the inspectors go out there what the actual sound limit's going to be outside. So um, you know, uh, also keep that in mind as what President Blindman was saying. Um, I mean, this place has been a, a a a great spot for happy hours and things. I mean, it's great for business. Uh, it's it's obviously the marinas, Chestnut Street. Um, you know, I, I guess I caution about, you know, how much activity or how loud they'll be outside. Um, I guess that will be determined based on um, inspector's report or when they go out. Uh, but other than, um, I think just walking by there, they, they, they seem to be more of a restaurant than the previous owner is what I've seen. Cause I still get my hair cut down there. <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, I'm willing to you know support them and give them a shot, uh, but I just want to just make sure that their outside security is right on it. And if they want, and, the, and 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 again, the hardest thing in operations is to have your neighbors call you all the time, and then your sound goes up and down, up and down, and your and it's just all oh, it's just really stressful. So if you can try to mitigate all these issues now, and work with your neighbors, work with the sound, get your your door people make sure they're doing a good job and whoever's answering that phone, answer the phone. Uh, that will help your business because we're here to kind of promote business at the same time, but not uh, cause more issues. And you have a tough spot. It's a great location, but being on that corner is, I mean, you you probably have hundreds of people that are not your patrons walking by. So I, I, I'm, I'm in support of the permit. Uh, and these are my comments.
0: there comments from commissioners? Commissioner Perez? You're on
2: mute, sir. Sorry, thank you. It's been, it's been a while. Yeah, I'm a little rusty today. Is the, I had a question for staff. The PoE for indoor sound, because it sounds like they also have a speaker outdoors. So is the PoE for both location?
6: I can answer that, Commissioner Perez. So, um, They are applying for the POE for the indoor, which would be allowed to have uh, entertainment until 2 a.m. daily. The outside permit is for specific hours. You'll see it's listed in the staff recommendation. So it's a shorter amount of times. It's capped at six hours per day, just as they are having currently for the jam permit. So it would not be after 10 p.m.
2: Thank
1: you very much. You're welcome.
0: All right other commissioners comments questions. Would anyone like to entertain a motion here.
7: Um, I'll move. um, Acceptance of this with the staff recommendations. Do you need me to read the staff recommendations.
1: I think it would be good to get it on record commissioner Thomas. Yeah.
7: So the um, staff recommendations for the permit are um, approval with the good neighbor policy and the permit holder is allowed to host pre-recorded outdoor amplified sound from 4 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday and 12 noon to 6 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. And outdoor amplified sound equipment must be stationary and fixed to a specific location. And for all outdoor amplified sound activities, permit holders shall control the volume of outdoor amplified sound so that it does not exceed ambient levels at a distance of 50 feet measured from the property plane. And sound abatement internal limit approved at 95 dBA, 105 dBC maximum, measured from the right front corner of the bar.
8: A second.
0: all right we can have a vote director Wyland. when you are ready
1: thank you president Blyman sorry I'm having my dinner but it's just delicious um all right president Blyman aye vice president Camino aye oh. uh commissioner Lee aye commissioner Perez aye commissioner Thomas aye and uh commissioner Wang has recused herself for the record
0: All right, congratulations, uh, Benson and Jeff. Uh, We appreciate you coming in Um, and uh, please follow up with our staff at your earliest convenience. Thank you.
12: Thank you very much. Thanks, President.
0: All right, Deputy Director, our next permit.
3: I'm going to bring in Commissioner Wang again.
6: All right, the next permit on tonight's agenda is for a limited live performance permit for the Brixton located at 2140 Union Street. The business is applying for this permit to come into compliance. They wish to have live indoor entertainment daily until 11 p.m. The Brixton distributed 21 outreach letters to 13 neighboring businesses and eight neighboring residences and a copy of the letter is provided for you in your file this evening. They did receive three letters of opposition for the permit all of which are also included in your file. The opposition submitted by the Green Street community members outlined the neighbors concerns with the Brixton being approved for the permit. I spoke with the community groups contact person and after our discussion they agreed their concerns would be quelled by the Brixton following the good neighbor policy. The neighbor group did request that the business end their indoor entertainment by 10 p.m but they said they would be fine if it ended by 11 p.m. so long as the windows and doors remain closed, which is a standard GNP condition. The other opposition packet in your file submitted by a neighboring HOA outlines all of the HOA's concerns and includes a number of pictures of the Brixton's trash receptacles on the sidewalk. Additionally, the HOA hired Salter and Associates to conduct a sound study for both the property from both the property plane of the business and inside a neighboring residential unit. The purpose of the Salter report was to demonstrate that the business was not operating in compliance with the city's sound ordinance. Further, the HOA's opposition indicates that the business has not been following the good neighbor policy. It is important to note that our office was made aware that this business was hosting entertainment without a permit in late October of this year. Since then we have worked with the business to bring them into compliance which they agreed to do immediately. They ceased all entertainment activities and have applied for one time event permits for their occasions with entertainment prior to tonight's hearing. We understand that uh, prior to their recent one time events they had not been in compliance with the sound ordinance or the good neighbor policy as they didn't have a permit from our office requiring these rules to be followed. I also want to note that inspector Savino has already gone out to set an internal sound limit so it can be adopted as a condition on their permit if approved this evening. I spoke with the Brixton's Brixton's operations manager at length about how critical it is to follow the GNP even on nights when there is no entertainment. Namely, ensuring patrons exit the business in a quiet and respectful manner, uh, which they understood. Northern Station approves the permit with no added conditions. Here to tell you more this evening is uh, Operations Manager Rachel Barrett and owners Adam Snyder and Hugo Gamboa. I'm going to let
3: them in right now.
13: All three should be joining right now. Hello,
15: everyone. Can you hear me? Yes. Good evening. Thank you for
13: hearing. Adam Snyder here.
16: Hugo Gambo here.
13: Uh, First of all, we want to thank you for hearing us tonight. President Commissioners. A um, uh, little background on the Brixton. Uh, we've been open for 11 years um, uh, coming up next week. Um, we've been a staple part of the Marina um, for those 11 years um, operating as a full-scale restaurant. Uh, brunch, lunch, dinner up until pre-COVID. Uh, we have adjusted our hours. Um, obviously due to the pandemic um, we are now operating Thursday, Friday afternoon, Saturday, Sunday morning, and evenings on those nights. Um, We close early on Sundays. Um, To address the security, we have had a full-scale security system in place, uh, or team, I'm sorry, uh, since day one. Um, As far as our security is concerned, we uh, ramp up our staff um, for private events um, or SantaCon, Fleet Week, Uh, when we know that the neighborhood is going to bring more business than what we are normally used to. Uh, We've always tried to be a good neighbor. Um, At every uh, turn, uh, we have managers and owners on-premise daily. Um, We have not adjusted our sound system um, since day one. Uh, We have recently tried to um, modify it to... um, Harbor the complaints that we have gotten from our new neighbors next door. Um, The speakers outside go off um, no later than 10 p.m. Again, no complaint goes by without being addressed. Uh, All managers uh, give out their numbers to any person that that has a concern or is a neighbor. Um, uh, Rachel, do you want to add anything at this point?
15: Um, I just want to uh, discuss as far as the good neighbor policy it has been um, an SOP for all managers and owners on site shared um, also with the approved internal and ambient levels for outside um, so that everybody is aware of what is allowed and um, as well as the security protocol for outdoor loitering to try and keep you know, guests away from the front doors, get them cleared kinda to where they need to be going, getting in their Ubers or to the next block, um, which is a little hard to manage, but our security staff does a really good job at it, as well as like smoking and drinking, hanging out in the parklet when the parklet is closed after hours. Um, Yeah. Uh, One
13: thing to understand about the Brixton is that we are a gateway from the Union Street bars. Um, that are much rowdier than ours, um, trying to get to the Fillmore Corridor and Chestnut Corridor. Um, so we feel like we've done a good job over this, these last 11 years of, of policing the street when it's, you know, not our, our clientele or our crowd spilling into the street. Um, it is a concern for us because we, uh, we have to deal with it. And it's... Um, it's a situation where we try to adapt every single weekend when it when it happens. And it's just the reality of the marina for us. But we do our best and we feel like we've done our best over these last 11 years to try to police it the best that we can.
15: I think one of the things too, uh, just kind of on a more personal level that I'm passionate about is the Union Street corridor in general. Um, Generally, I've been in San Francisco since 2006 and you continually see businesses on that corridor vacant, unleased um, due to whatever goes on with the owners and the building leases. But, um, you know, one thing is I when I was doing the neighborhood outreach is I really liked talking to the people in our neighborhood about trying to get that corridor reactivated, which brings people to spend money in retail as well as restaurant and you know in those kind of later hours um, a lot of these businesses are recovering from COVID losses and this is just something to complement our food and beverage program that will also drive not only our business but the other businesses in the neighborhood and it's kind of what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Let's let SF thrive <laughs> within compliance.
0: All right. Thank you for that presentation. Um Commissioners, questions. Um Thomas, yeah.
7: Yeah, it sounded like a, a number of the neighbor concerns were related to the windows on the front being open. Um, but the good neighbor policy is to have windows closed. Are your the it, it and it? I can see you've got big, really lovely, nice glass windows on the front. Um, what's your in terms of having the windows on the front of your building open and closed?
15: Uh, We've also kind of done it as, you know, since COVID. Like when we reopened back in, I guess it was um, March, uh, post-COVID, that was something that gave our guests a lot of comfortability is having that open fresh air. So Mm -hmm. for the guests, for the staff and, you know, that's kind of one of the beauties of the Brixton is those French doors but also we've been able to give a very high you know covert comfort having the fresh air and even when it's cold outside and raining we've always kind of asked you know kept that open for guests um, to make them feel comfortable I feel more comfortable with it I know my staff does you know to try and protect so it's kind of been a battle between the two but per the good neighbor policy we at at evening and when this all came about we've always been closing them um
13: since day one our, our doors have always closed toward the end of the evening um shortly after dark i would say between 8 30 and 9 30 p.m always since since we opened
7: got it thank you yeah, this is one of those areas where what makes the most sense from a COVID-safe perspective around ventilation and so on doesn't always work with our good neighbor policies and, and neighbor's expectations around sound. So I appreciate you're your trying to balance that.
13: Yeah, anytime the doors are open, there, there's no like loud music spilling out into the street. You know, it's, it's audible music that everyone can hear to enjoy their brunch. Yeah, pre-recorded music.
1: I think it's just important to note, just to remind the commission too, this is definitely a wonky one that we ran into with the good neighbor policy conflicting with the health order's recommendations for ventilation. However, the health order does make clear that instead of having windows and doors open, you can either use um, an HVAC system, which we know a lot of small businesses do not have, or you can use personal purifiers. So that's something that I even have two of in my own home. So it's something to potentially look into while hosting entertainment to ensure that you can close all of your windows and doors while doing so inside.
13: We have a fully functional HVAC system.
1: Great.
5: There you go. Okay. Hey guys, just oh, same some... way here. Um, I noticed it, you are a very high density area, and it, I noticed um, the HOA took particular concern to your application here and even conducted a sound study. It looks like they share a zero lot line boundary with you and most of the concerns around the noise. Um, I know we spoke to that regarding the windows and everything, can you just tell us what what kind of sound system you're using, what kind of noise mitigation plan you're gonna be putting into place and just give us more of an overview.
16: Sure, um, the sound system that we've had in place um, was installed about 11 years ago when we first opened. Uh, like Adam had said, we've done no modification to it. Uh, Over the years, it's been the same system we've had. We have uh, several speakers in the front part of the restaurant, several speakers. On the back part, um, it's powered by different amps. Um, It plays music as well as uh, sports on certain days. Um, There's also two speakers. And the hallway, one in the women's bathroom, one in the men's bathroom. Um, it's not your typical PA system that you would have at, you know, a lounge or a nightclub. Um, it's actually uh, specifically engineered by um, someone that we asked to make sure that we gave a um, we gave a great experience for our customers um, during, you know, daytime hours as well as evening hours, so that way they can have a good time enjoying the music, without being annoyed by um, any sort of uh, white noise or, or noise that you, or any kind of noise that you can't really um, understand as far as like not being able to listen to the words of the song and or determine what kind of uh, what kind of instruments you're playing. Um, as far as um, us making changes since the um, residents moved in and the building was remodeled, Um, Just to make note, there were tenants in that building prior to it being remodeled. Um, There had been for about seven years, almost eight years, several tenants, as well as a retail tenant in the bottom floor. And we've never had one complaint from any of those ever. Um, And so we only started getting the complaints from sound um, when the new residents moved in. And I had uh, I'd been talking to or, or exchanging emails with HOA as well as with one of the residents there, speaking to the residents and uh, and had to ask some questions as far as to um, the recommendations of the uh, sound engineer um, that was that made their recommendations for the building while it was being built because when they built the building we told them to make sure to understand that you know we have a, a business here that operates. We'll time so Jimbo, I don't want to cut you off, but in terms
5: of your being able to monitor that you're staying within certain sound limits and the decibels and going over the limit, what kind of controls do you have in place for that?
13: Volume. The, the control for system controls that. It doesn't allow it to go above a certain level. You have a maximum e- set there. Yeah, yeah. and every time, every time we've been tested, we've passed every single time.
4: Yeah. Okay,
5: great
13: including a couple of weeks ago when they we got a 311 call they came out and they tested they saw what we were doing they saw our operation they saw our security our security team and there was nothing that that could be said about how we were operating
15: i've also all the managers have installed decibel reader apps and in my conversations with Caitlyn um she said you know they're not maybe calibrated correctly so she was going to have Caitlin, if you could remind me his name. Uh,
6: Inspector Savino. Yes, the gentleman.
15: One of our, our sound inspectors, yes. Right, who does our readings. You know, next time he comes out, he'll just check everyone's, let us know where our level is to actually what's reading and, you know, the plus or minus that we need to know, so... you know, it's installed on my phone. I pay for it monthly. Um, It's also something, you know, every time that we schedule a DJ, that's the first protocol that I go through with them, is that these are what the sound limits are. Um, They've all shown me their readers on their machines, and that it's not going to exceed that level. Um, Great, That's very reassuring to hear. Thanks, guys.
0: sure
2: Perez yes hello uh Snyder you're going Rachel thanks for coming in I was just wondering if can you give us um an update on your neighborhood outreach did that happen did that take place yet
15: on the neighborhood outreach yes um I did I can't remember the exact number but I was eight residences and I believe 13 to 15 I went between it was between the to 2100 and all the way to 2160 the entire block of between Fillmore and Webster.
2: Did you get a chance to speak to those um, residents who are in opposition for your permit?
15: Uh, I did not. Um, I did a lot of the outreach on weekends. Um, So I knocked on doors. Some people didn't answer. I tried to put them in mailbox slots and a lot of them have them blocked now. So I kind of, if I did see somebody, if I saw somebody in the restaurant, I let them know and passed it on to them. Um, if they wanted to leave it in their corridor for their neighbors to see. So the residential was a little trying as far as, I guess, door knocking. The, okay.
13: the residents and, and us as a, as a management team have been in dialogue for the last uh, seven or so months um via email uh they have all of our cell phone numbers when they have complaints they text us text us directly
2: um and you're also required to post a big notice on your door right that you're applying for a permit so that neighbors can contact you and us if they have any issues
13: Yes. yes we did okay uh but we've we've been trying you know to work with them directly um like i said for the last seven months and having dialogue um this this is the a, a point where we're at, at this juncture.
2: Hopefully you can continue the dialogue even after this hearing. Sure. It's important yeah, we're always to keep, happy to. Yeah, it's important to keep in touch and connected with your neighbors and hear them out if, if they have a concern about your um, noise levels. Um, the other question that I have for you is that as part of your good neighbor policy, you're required to maintain the cleanliness of your surrounding areas. So are you guys mm-hmm. aware of that? Yeah, hundred percent. We, we do think, it. Uh... I think in
16: regards, I think in regards to the, the garbage, um, you know, we're we're sort of limited by the amount of space we have in front of our building. For again, for the last eleven years, we've been placing our our garbage cans on the if you're facing our building from from Union Street on the left-hand side of the building, uh, adjacent to the. Uh, exit and emergency hallway door that we have. We've been doing that for 11 years. Um, as soon as the building opened up, um, they had residences, they started putting their cans right next to ours. And then when the retail store, the new Asahi Bull store, came, opened up uh, just recently a few months ago, they put their cans there. So you have our cans, which are are extensive. You have the building's cans, and then you also have the other restaurant cans. I had suggested to them, to in order to separate so we know whose cans are where, to move their cans to the other side of their building um, on the on the uh, sidewalk. I also um, requested from Recology to do a change of service because we are we are actually open on Mondays and our cans are are outside dropped dropped out Sunday night for Monday morning pickup. And I'm wanting to hear back from the supervisor to see if we can get a pickup on Sunday morning, along with a uh, recycle
14: on Sunday mornings,
16: since we're open on Sundays, and then we would just hold our garbage until the next business day that we're open, which would be Thursday of the following week of that week. So I'm working on the, on the garbage. That should, you know, change everything and... If there's any cans out there, I've also seen you know there are cans up here, walking the sidewalk and and not being
2: brought in as well as the restaurant itself. Right. Um, so it's in addition also, to the garbage, any also, um, litter or small garbage that might spill out of the bins, that's also part of your responsibility to make sure those are all picked we up. We have we
16: have S O P s in place with our with our staff to come and clean uh, every single morning that we're open. After we're closed and between Sunday and Sunday night and Thursday, um, you know, there's trash that gets out there from God knows where. And once again, you know, like Adam had said, we're a corridor, you know, we're a major thoroughway. And, you know, people drop stuff off in, in hall, in like doorways and, and whatnot up and down that street, just like any other street
2: in the city. So it's kind of tough to take care of Understood. the street to be yeah, we in also, compliance with a good neighbor policy that still is your responsibility, unfortunately.
13: We also just added gates to our parklet. Our parklet was becoming a uh, uh, home for a few um, people that live on the street. Um, so we added gates to that. So I, I think that that will really mitigate the trash issue because these people, individuals, were sleeping in the parklet and, you know, all hours of the night, and there's really no way to control that. Obviously, we are cleaning it up every day, um, but now that the gates are on, I think there will be less of an issue of debris on the street.
2: Okay, how about the issue of um, intoxicated patrons spilling out the streets? Are you guys able to get a manage that that kind of noise level, or reminding patrons to respect the neighbors as they exit?
13: Yeah, our security team is trained to move people along as fast as possible. Obviously, you know, when somebody is inebriated, you don't want to escalate the situation. You want to de-escalate the situation. And so we do it as quickly as possible. Um, You know, we are a bar. We are a restaurant, just like the rest of the, you know, uh, other fellow businesses in the neighborhood. And, And on the weekends, people tend to imbibe a lot more than a normal weekday. Um, but they are trained to move it along. Um, we don't allow congregations in in front of the building. Uh, if you're waiting to get in, you must be in line. Otherwise, you got to move on. Um, all our tables and chairs are removed from the front of the building after uh, 10 o'clock. So there is no congregation of people sitting um, in the parklet as well as closed. So that that is our our SOP for that.
2: And hopefully, if your bartenders see that the patron is already negated, they're not going to be served again.
13: Sure, one hundred percent.
2: All right, thank you. Okay, my turn,
8: right? Go so, for um, Hugo and uh, Andy. Adam. <laughs> or Adam, sorry. I haven't, I, I haven't taught you guys in.
13: I know. I haven't seen you long Fifteen years. Either.
8: Okay, so you guys know the drill. It's, it's almost like a repeat of 20 years ago. I think you guys know what, what, what you should and should not do. Obviously um, things have changed. Um, I mean, since I lived in union street, I mean, you know, we thought it all died during COVID, but it's coming back. And I think you're, you guys are the only district, you know, compared to a lot of other ones that recovered and they just keep coming. So, um, I see on your, um, you haven't changed your sound system in 11 years. These speakers, they're just a small, are they, the Pioneer speakers you have, they're not the powered ones, right?
13: No, they're just the 6 by 9 JBL.
8: 6 by 9s all run by an amp. It's got yep. a, got a cross, it has a, a, limiter. And they yeah, do a limiter. limiter.
13: It's split into two zones so we can make the front uh, lower than the rear.
8: Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, and the
13: outside I, I, is a separate zone as well. So that's how we were able to turn it off with still having audible music inside.
8: Okay. So, I mean, obviously, you know, with the new protocols, and, you know, unfortunately the windows have to be open or you should keep them closed. You know, yeah. uh, I know your place is, you know, gets a little warm in the summertime, but um, I mean, I, I, I mean, you've gone through this before. So, and you know how nerve wracking it is when you have neighbors, you know, disrupting your uh your business but I think uh in, in my opinion because you guys have been around so long uh, uh should know exactly how to take care of this um I cool. think uh Commissioner Perez already brought up a lot of the items that you probably didn't have to deal with too much before but now that things are picking up and you do have new neighbors um uh, you know good luck to you. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I hope that, you know, obviously with the the sound test and everything and everything starting fresh, uh, you work it out with your neighbors and hopefully everything will be cool. Uh, I really don't have anything else uh, because it's just one of those existing businesses that got new neighbors. So good luck to you guys.
13: Thank you for your time.
0: Any other commissioner questions, comments? All right cool. Um, just a reminder that now not only will DPH be watching over your trash situation but we will as well and if people are sending us pictures of it we, are, we have to be compelled to act so I know it's solvable it's probably annoying though you're gonna have to increase service and get bigger cans and do everything that you don't want to do right now during Omicron but um, now there's multiple bodies that will be if we issue your permit we'll be overseeing the trash pickup so that's something You definitely want to nip in the bud stat. Um, That's the only thing I have to say. It's not a question. It's just a comment. Um, Anybody else? Further questions, comments, commissioners? All right, cool. Let's open this up for public comment.
3: All right. Let me just share the screen for a few seconds. And... Stop. Okay, we have one person with their hand raised, I'm going to let them in right now. Gabe Lamote. Sorry, try that again.
14: All right. Hi there, can you hear me okay?
3: Yes, can you uh, state your name in two minutes?
14: Sir, Gabe Lamoth. I'm a neighbor, and I'm calling to voice my opposition. Um, In my mind, what we're talking about here is the pattern of behavior, and it really feels like just treating the neighborhood like their actions don't have consequence. Um, The outreach that happened didn't come to us. The reason we went out and conducted a sound study is because we weren't making enough progress in our conversations by email, by phone, by text. Uh, the Brixton's open till 1.45 on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and on those nights, if I wanna go to sleep before that time, I'm sleeping on my couch. Um, I'm just seeing this pattern that's been established in terms of the good neighbor policy as being really challenging. And we don't need to be parenting them along the way and saying this is what's needed for the neighborhood. We have half-consumed drinks out on the street in the morning. There's urine in our hall. Um, I don't think we need to go into the trash any more than's already been said. But it's starting to operate more and more like a nightclub. We're seeing um, ads posted online on social media um, and having third-party DJs that are bringing in their own equipment, and so. Absolutely the most difficult part for me is the noise, particularly late night, but I don't think it's the singular issue right here. And so I just want to say thanks to the commission for hearing us out on this, and um, that's my opposition. Thanks.
0: Commissioner Rice, um, you're on
3: mute. I'm sorry. Here I am again. We have, uh, Gavin
11: Parsons. I wanted to let Gavin Parsons in. Uh, good evening, commissioners. My name is Gavin Parsons. Can you all hear me right? right? Thank you. Yes. Um, I am a neighbor in opposition of this permit, um, for the reasons that were just described, uh, by the neighbor Gabe, um, the good neighbor policy to me, uh, well, not to me, but reads pretty clearly um, the trash within the front of the building and for a fair distance on either side of the building should be swept every morning. Um, this, this does get attended to, but usually not until the afternoons and then on, after the Sunday service doesn't get attended to until the thurs- following Thursday. Um, glasses from the restaurant, highball glasses, rocks glasses can be found in many of the entrances of the buildings along the same side of the street. Um, and one thing of concern, uh, I believe it was Rachel, uh, Barrett mentioned, uh, that the crowd and the patrons at times are a little hard to manage, unquote, um, already. And I don't see how adding more to the mix could make it easier to manage. Um, thank you for your time, commissioners. And thank you, to everybody else. Thank you
3: very much. Let me just uh, fix this real quick here. Hmm. All right, thanks for your patience, everyone. Um, We have um, a phone call-in comment. We're going to try it again. Um, And caller, this time, if you uh, can't, if if you're trying to unmute yourself, try hitting star six. That's what the Zoom instructions say on their help page. So we're going to try that. If it doesn't work, we'll do the original way that we did tonight. All right. Caller whose phone number ends in
17: 997. Are you you able to hear me now?
3: Yes. Wonderful. Thank you. You have two minutes.
17: Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. So I think listening to everything in regards to the Dorian really highlighted the sharp contrast in terms of institutions that actually do attempt to be good neighbors and those that don't. I think um, the prior members on this call also pretty clearly to the many different infringements from the Good neighborhood Policy, be that cleanliness, the hundred-foot walk-around rule, and specifically the noise, which is an across-the-street problem, a down-the-street problem. Um, I do want to refute a couple of the comments that were made earlier in this call, um, specifically in terms of targeting the building next door. I want to highlight that the building was purchased back; I believe it was 2016-2017 for remodel, but prior to that, it was actually an office building. It was not residential. So the comments in terms of the tenancies previously never complained that they are relevant in this case and I personally have a family member that did rent an office in that building. So obviously they're not there after hours to have any reason to infringe or comment on some of the noise. Um, I would also say that. The music spewing into the street is a significant concern given that the building is operating, excuse me, it's a business till 1 45 in the morning when the permits are applying for says that music's only till 11. So there's a pretty clear contrast between uh, intention and action that's going on here. As one of the deputies said earlier, they've seen this before. Like it's been 10 years this business has been in operation and the fact that they actually have not had a permit for the entire 10-year period I think speaks extreme volumes to their willingness to even consider operating within the good neighbor policy within the neighborhood so while it's great that they're finally trying to come into reconciliation on this I think that there's a lot that needs to be adjusted and as one of the commissioners said they now have to operate within the new framework Um, and that's clearly not happening I'll also make one last comment in terms of the garbage Understandably, you don't want to put this in front of your business anymore and you don't want to put this in front of your parklet, which actually does not have all good.
3: You're at the two minutes, Mark. Sorry. Thank you.
17: Great, thank you.
0: All right, is there any further public comment?
3: Let me check again. And there is none.
0: Okay. Um, I just want to uh, reiterate that you know, a business that is not permitted by us does not fall under the jurisdiction of this organization. But once a permit is permitted by us, then they do fall under the jurisdiction. And currently, the Brixton is not permitted by us. So um, I just think that's an important distinction. I don't expect the average person in San Francisco to understand the nuances in entertainment code in the city, but it is really important for the case of this. That um, for anybody who's um, who's reticent about granting uh, a permit oftentimes it turns out to be better for the people because it forces uh the business owners to have to uh answer to somebody outside of the police who are very busy doing uh, lots of other public safety things so i just want to reiterate that point um Madeline, hold on. i'm in the middle of the commission hearing the uh sorry it's getting late here on the east coast the um so um with that i uh i would like to see if anybody wants to entertain a motion on this item unless there's any further questions or, or clarification from the commissioner
8: i do want to make one clarification when i was referring to the applicant as uh experience it's because they've had uh other other club experience prior to owning the restaurant so I just want to make it clear because obviously they were a restaurant and there was an office, I mean, uh, an office space next door. It's probably why they didn't have to get a permit until now, now that they do have neighbors. So I just want to make it clear.
16: I'd like to, I'd like to begin with you. The, the uh, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately,
0: unfortunately was, Hugo, 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 unfortunately, yeah. we're, we're, we're actually, okay. it's okay. not a back and forth at this point, but we appreciate it. I'm we're sure. just going to, uh, we're going to communicate here and, and, and move on. Um, does anybody want to entertain a motion here? (laughs) I'm I'm happy to, uh, I'd like to recommend that this, uh, license is approved, um, with the staff conditions, um, and obviously the good neighbor policy, which is redundant because it is part of an approval of the license, but I'll just reiterate that, um, executive director wyland do you, should i be reading out the staff recommendations on this one as well or they're they're fairly straightforward though right um I, I think it's
1: always a good practice to do that just when there's public comment um in opposition okay sorry do you have them do you
0: have them open in front of you i'm gonna, it's going to take me a second to
1: deputy director as if does you
6: president, does.
0: Do, president wyman so, can you just read them aloud and i'll just
6: Yes, I am happy to do that staff recommendations approval with the good neighbor policy and sound abatement internal limit approved at 89 DBA over 97 DBC maximum measured from just inside the front door.
0: Okay, thank you for that. All right, so I have made that motion. I second. All All right, we're ready for a vote.
1: All right, President Blyman. Aye. Vice President Camino. Aye. Commissioner Lee. Aye.
8: Commissioner Perez.
1: Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. And Commissioner Wang. Aye.
0: All right, congratulations, uh, you guys. It so- does sound like there's going to be some work required from your team to kind of make things right with the neighbors. And I would just encourage before you um meet them with um opposition that maybe you can find a time to sit down together and and actually meet face to face and and connect and and in my experience that's a lot better than having us try to mitigate issues it just it's it's a hundred times better and that's we end up mitigating issues when people won't communicate with each other for one reason or another so i would just encourage you to take all the steps necessary to do that and then Um, If it is required for us to come in and and help out we're we're, you know, that's what we're here for. But um, thank you very much. Congratulations. And please follow up with our staff um, for, uh, for future um, steps. Thanks. Thank you. All right. I believe we've got a couple more here. uh, Deputy director Azevedo.
6: Yes, here we go. Next on the agenda are place of entertainment and billiard parlor permit applications for 3251 Scott Street where the DBA is still to be determined. This location was previously Reed and Greenoff and held the same permits. The new owner intends to change up the business model to be an upscale cocktail lounge and primarily use the permit for live jazz trios and blues singers. For private events and special occasions they may host other types of entertainment such as DJs and comedy shows. Business sent out letters to the seven neighboring businesses and nine neighboring uh, residences. They've also done more outreach that came in uh, since this memo has been written. So I'll let the applicants tell you more about their outreach. Um, The applicant also met with multiple business owners in the neighborhood and they have a meeting scheduled with the marina cow hollow neighborhood merchants group in the new year. Northern Station approves the application with no added conditions. Um, And please note that we will set a sound limit based on Article 29 when the applicant is ready. Here to tell you more tonight is owner Ali Razavi and represented by Mark Rennie. All
3: right, I'm going to bring them in right now.
4: So we should have
3: Ollie and Mark coming in right now.
18: Should be on. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, thank you. Uh, I don't see video on my end. Do you see video? It just has my no name. Video. and
19: start video. Ready. There we
3: go.
18: Sorry. Video. Let me try that. There we go. All right, Mark, you want to get started?
19: Yeah, I'll get going. Sorry. They turned me sideways. So I'm going to try to fix it real quick. I'll just put it down anyway. um, Commissioner or president Blyman commissioners, Mark Rennie with uh, my client, Ali Razavi. Um, I'll first get into something very important, which is neighborhood outreach. And then I'll leave it to Ali to sort of explain his uh, idea here, but um, we have previously sent into the commission, uh, some printed uh, documents related to our outreach. I'll touch on it briefly. Basically we talked to everybody who has uh, been listed by the San Francisco Planning Department as a neighborhood group, specifically uh, Marina Civic Improvement Property Owners, Marina Community Association, and most importantly, and I believe the most active in the neighborhood, the Marina Cow Hollow Neighbors and Merchants. This is run by Patricia Vahi, who's hel- held her position for about 20 years. I know Ms. Vahi. Uh, going back 25 years in the Divisadero corridor. But anyway, we had a meeting set up with that particular group in mid-December. That was kicked over at Miss Bahi's uh, request into early January. She says she's going to get the neighbors. Uh, the na- We have a couple neighbor buildings that she's uh, going to doing outreach to, and we're going to probably hopefully that around the 10th of January have that meeting. Um, there was a comment i i between, uh, Mr. Rezavi and I, we've talked to Ms. Bahi for about four hours and she has some concerns about previous incarnations in this particular place, which, um, go back two or three uh, generations ago. Reed and Grinot was a fairly upscale lounge. Doesn't seem to have many problems with the neighbors, um, There was one issue we heard from a neighbor that we hadn't posted. We never gave them notice or never posted, but um, clearly this was sent as an email to the commission on uh, Friday, November 19th. Uh, I took some pictures today. We also posted, we have a letter that went out to various um, neighbors and neighborhood groups which was based on something the deputy director had come up with, but we sent that letter out to approximately 20 people. And we also posted it on the front of the building. I'll represent that. I shot that picture today. And uh, you'll notice that the um, entertainment and the ABC um, notice are still up in the exact same position. They were in on the seventh or the 19th of November. we have not received any uh, negative uh, comments I had uh, Beth from my office out today one more time on uh, Scott and chestnut street she spoke to everybody and her the comments she got were that oh we love the we love that guy ali he's great and uh, so she she personally spoke to three or four more people handed them copies of the letter uh, we intend to keep doing outreach I've been there a few times and neighbors have come by asked uh what the plan was for the space they were very positive about our intended uh entertainment which is jazz jazz at dinner jazz slightly after dinner and um i'll just turn it over to ali because i think he can give you a little better uh understanding of what is uh, planned at the space
18: thank you mark uh president mm-hmm. blyman commissioners thank you for this um, I'll give you a little bit of background on, on myself and the place and, and whatnot. I myself I grew up here. Uh, for those of you who remember the marina from eons ago, I I used to go to Woolworth as a kid um, on Chestnut Street. So I'm, I've seen different iterations of that neighborhood and how it's changed and whatnot. Um, my whole, I spent 20 some odd years in, in the liquor industry And I also own the 500 Club uh, in Dolores Park, which has been there 68 years now. And and we we spent a lot of time and effort to actually to to do what what I called um, do the transformation from a from a you know from a from an old dirty dive bar to a San Francisco classic. And and I'm telling you that because there's a lot there's there's some nuances of that that I'm that I want to carry on over here. My goal over here is there. First of all, there is no food. It is strictly a bar. Um, we our goal is to go at the direction of a lounge. Uh, nowadays, I think lounge has a little bit more of a nightcluby kind of connotation. No, we're we're more of a, a cocktail lounge. Um, uh, Reading Renault had had an entertainment license and they had a piano player, but it was more of a get people in kind of a thing, because I believe um, from my experiences, they only ran a, five days a week and they ran from 5 p.m. till 7 p.m. It was a happy hour thing. One pianist. Whereas we're actually looking to have uh, live jazz and blues uh, running from approximately seven till midnight, you know, with breaks in between. Um, my favorite, uh, all time favorite band, uh, restaurant in San Francisco or experience in San Francisco has always been Bix. I don't know uh, how many of you or if all of you are familiar with Bix. Um, Their musical director is actually going to be handling all the bookings and and taking care of the music for for our new space over here as well. And when Mark talks about pre-dinner and post-dinner is because of all the changes that are happening on on Chestnut Street being that original Joe's is going in directly next door to me, for instance. Wall to wall, we're going to share a wall with OJ's, uh, you know, A16 and there's so many, the Risto Bar and so on. There's so many great restaurants on that side of Chestnut Street and there aren't very many places uh, um, for, for just a great drink and just be able to talk. You know, I was speaking to, to one of the neighbors in the building next door and... She and she immediately said, you know, I'm I'm in my late 30s and if I have a date, I can't I can't find I can't go anywhere around here. I a lot of times go up to go up to Sausalito to find a place where I can just sit down and enjoy being out and being social rather than being in a party mode. So that's the kind of um, mode that we're going for. We're going, you know. I remember back when you, you, there was, there was live music and live jazz all across the city. Everything from Savoy, t- Savoy Tivoli in North Beach to Rosales to, to you name it. And now it's kind of gone away. There are some places that are bringing it back a little bit, but more as a, as a attraction um, than, than a focus. And I think music will be, will be a focus for us. And that's why we've gone the steps of bringing on George from from Bix to he'll still be at Bix he's been at Bix since Bix opened but he's going to be handling the bookings as far as the interior goes we are going for we're shooting for a little bit different clientele um by that i mean age wise you know there's plenty of options for the 20 to early 30 21 to early 30s uh people in that neighborhood there aren't very many options for for people you know from in various ages you know for pre-dinner after-dinner or if you just want to go have a drink you want to go sit down and, and talk if you have to meet meet with whether it's a it's a colleague or or a um a a spouse or or a date or anything just just have just have a great uh a great meeting space and that's kind of what we're going for my wife happens to be uh, design director for one of the top design firms in, in the city of San Francisco, the Wiseman Group. Uh, they are handling all of the interiors. We're redoing everything inside. We are doing. Uh, we're going all uh, all natural fibers and leathers and and brass, brass and copper and bronze throughout the place. You know, so we're going for a little bit something with a little bit more weight to it. Uh, we're not looking for the. I think there's plenty of play op- options for the party crowd out there. Um, so that's kind of where where we are with it. Any thoughts so far? So Our screen's
0: frozen. I'm not pardon. just sitting like this. <laughs> is it, is it, yeah. it's a good mm-hmm. shot of me though oh, Yeah, yeah. I, was. <laughs> oh,
8: I thought you were just staring Ben yeah, yeah. no this is it <laughs> <just> <laughs> you know, times wow presentation
0: let's try this hold on <laughs> It won't let me bring video back
18: anyway oh what a bummer um so, as I was saying the final final point is just like I was saying I think I think we're going to be able to anchor between us and original Joe's we're going to be able to anchor the opposite end of, of Chestnut Street I think we're going to be able to offer offer something a little bit different to, to, to all the residents in the area and on top of that I think we're we have the potential of becoming a first stop and a last stop to and from Marin for um, people coming out for a night out or an afternoon out or whatnot in in San Francisco either on their way to dinner or on their way home from dinner. So with that.
0: Questions, comments,
2: commissioners?
8: Um, Oh, you
2: first, Al. I'll start. Yeah, uh, thank you for coming in, Ali and Mark Penny. I'm a little bit fuzzy on your neighborhood outreach. On your form, it says no. And then, I, Mark Rainey, you mentioned you talked to a couple of neighbors, and you have been with us for a long time, Mark Rainey, and you know how this is an absolute requirement to have neighborhood outreach. I'm kind of surprised that it, it says no on the permit application. So is there more update that you guys can share with That's us good. as far as more uh, tangible actions that you did to, to connect with your neighbors?
18: If it's looking no, at my, I, I, I don't
2: know where it
19: says, no, I'm looking at my uh, questionnaire here uh, commissioner neighborhood contacts. If you met any, uh, whatever. And it says contacted Patricia Vahi at Marina, Cow Hollow neighbors and merchants have outreach to Marina community association and Joan uh, gear and the improve, uh, and Marina civic improvements and neighbors. If no, Please describe. Well, you know, if no, we have also contacted all the businesses in our block, and we'll reach out to hundred-foot neighbors. And I think uh, the deputy commissioner has our documentation. It was sent out, as a, I believe, to the commissioner. So. Um, we we did do outreach and we will continue to do outreach
18: and and also may, may I add that uh, Mark
19: and we would have had a meeting we were trying to do a meeting we uh, it wasn't canceled by us it was canceled by Patricia Baki so we'll do that in January
18: and, and Mike, at that you... time
19: we will go ahead
18: uh, what I was going to say is that Mark Mark did do uh, do some reach out himself um, these uh, this past week or two. I however, have been doing it since day one. I mean, I, everyone' I've, I've met most of most of the owners and GMs of all the bars and restaurants in the area. I've, I speak to speak to the neighbors as I said just for as an example when I was uh, the neighbor I was mentioning, her name is Madison. she lives in the building next door above the above the, the cupcake shop. I've met probably 20, 25 of the actual neighbors because I'm there every day uh during the day and people just stop by and and ask questions you know they're 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 curious to see you know what's happening there you know what what went on you know some some have comments about the previous um the previous um ownership and management some have comments about all the way going back to when it was paul's saloon in the 80s and and it was a bluegrass bar you know so when i so i've i've been actively i'm i'm a very open very almost overly talkative person but I've been very actively um, uh, open with with everyone in the neighborhood, everyone I can speak to, everyone from from the from the staff at Marina Market, who have uh, uh, at various times I've met probably three or four of their their stock people and their checkers and whatnot. You know, just people, and especially in in other rem- uh, outlying businesses, as soon as I I meet and talk to one of them, what I've noticed is. Within the next day or two, two, three of the other staff members will, will kind of wander over and also want. You know, once they realize that okay, the guy's open to 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 showing 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 off, you know, what's going on and talking about it, then more and more of them kind of come over as well. Um, there is I there is nothing I've I've held back and and I've been very very open with everyone that that you know I think the neighborhood needs a place for for them, the people that are actually coming by. I think a lot more of the, uh, of the bars and restaurants in the marina, um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing, but, but the marina attracts, I lived in the marina for, for most for most of my adult life. Uh, I lived on Magnolia Street.
9: Um,
18: but I think for the most part, we, uh, the marina gets a lot of um, patrons from all around, whether it be, whether it be, you know, on, you, you get the bridge and tunnel, on the weekends, but then you also get people from all around the city as well. There isn't so much, you know. There's Monaghan's, and and you know, uh, maybe during the week, you know, if if you just want a casual casual cocktail, you know, you, you go to Balboa. On the weekends, even that's become a very very intensive kind of a kind of a place. There isn't very many places for for locals just to meet up you know, with, with colleagues and, and as I said, uh, friends and family members and whatnot, and just, and just have an elevated experience. The final thing being is that one of the things that I began to notice over the last four or five years is that aside from restaurant bars, I can't think of any bars in the city that do table service any longer. You know, and that's another one of the things that we're, that we're looking, looking to do, uh, at least, oh, well, maybe not, at least not on that side of town is, is you know have have a host and even though there's no food, have a host and do table service. you know you go in you sit down um we're re- we're rearranging the seating in, in in multiple small community seating seating kind of kind of arrangements where you know little se- segments of couches and seating for anywhere between two people to, to four or six people and then some bigger ones, some smaller ones you know it's it, as a gathering place. With the live music and a cocktail bar.
2: If I can just go back to neighborhood outreach. Yes. Uh, because there are options to do. You can mail uh people within the radio, certain radius of your address, you can post a flyer, you can invite folks to have a happy hour to ask questions. Are any of those done?
18: Yes, we have we have posted, we have posted, we have actually handed out flyers, we have actually given uh given flyers to everything from uh neighboring restaurant uh restaurants and bars and business owners to uh to neighbors that that we have met uh that i have met and and also went around when mark said he actually went out and did some did some further outreaches he actually took the extra step of actually going even the people that I hadn't met and actually personally handed something to or spoken to myself. He wanted to get this paper to as many, as many, even if it's a closed, closed, you know, um, lobby or a closed business or whatnot, and just wanted to get it out there and just make sure, you know, whether or not somebody sees it, he still wanted them to have it, have it. So he was fortifying my efforts
2: And did you encounter anyone who are in opposition to your application?
18: Luckily, knock on wood, not, no, not as of yet. It seemed like there were, uh, everyone, everyone I've spoken to has been very positive. Uh, Some of the local uh, businesses have known me for many, many years, Uh, Marina Deli on the corner, for instance, Tommy and, and John and whatnot. John owned it for 30 some odd years and just sold it, but he's still there once in a while you know, so lo- some of the local people have uh, knew me, but aside from that, I think they also helped help spread a good word about the, you know, the changes are going to be positive. So we have knock on wood again, not had any opposition, at least none that, not the, that's that been spoken out to me personally.
2: Thank you. I just have one last question, if I may. Yes, sir. Um, you mentioned that your goal is to have this venue that you, so you can have a drink and a conversation, but then adding live Music on top of that seems to be, to me, uh, opposition to that or opposite of that goal to have a conversation with someone. How do you, well, um,
18: so now to address that, there is a difference, uh, at least from from, from my uh, standpoint of of how I'm approaching this 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 business. To me, I look at it as there is a difference as being uh, being a background, and that's why I noted Bix. Bix is my aspirational goal. If you, if you go down there, the, the band is playing all night long, but you, you still uh, can not only eat and drink and, uh, and speak to anyone around you. Uh, so to me, there's a difference between that and, and being a music venue. Uh, we're not looking to do amplified sound for the instruments. The only hookup, for instance, that we do have uh, that we have that we do have over where the where the musicians will be is for a microphone. There is no actual hookup for for, you know, plugging in, plugging in um, microphones on a on a drum kit or plugging in, you know, and whatnot. You know, I think the place is just large enough. It's approximately 2000 square feet. So it is a good, good, good size, good size space. Uh, We are independent. We don't we don't share any walls with any residences. There's nobody above us. Um, The backyard behind us belongs to the to the cupcake shop and and the walls that we do share is is the hallway that runs is the back service service hallway that runs through the building next door around what's going to be original Joe's to Mama the sushi restaurant. So we are actually putting the band dead center of the room um, far away, far away from basically spaced almost evenly about 60% back towards the back of the room. uh, But well beyond the bar for multiple reasons. One is to keep the sound back there. Two is to spread out, spread out the people. And three is because we're not going to have amplified sound on the, on that. We are have, we do have a sound system in there. Uh, I did inherit the old sound system. Uh, the only thing I'm planning on changing is the speakers, uh, mainly because of because in between and when we don't have live music, we still want to continue with, with jazz and blues. So we're switching to Bose, um, uh, DS100 speakers, Bose speakers for those of you who are familiar with electronics, they are very uh, they don't have uh, bass woofers in them. they're, they're driven by mid by mid speakers and tweeters. Hey, so Ali,
0: Ali, I don't want to, uh, uh, I appreciate all the detail and it's fantastic. And we can let other supervisors, I mean, sorry, other commissioners ask specific questions about that. Okay. Yeah.
18: The, it was coming up with other, yeah, we
0: have, a, we have a long hearing. And I want to just make sure we, we get to the supervisors questions specifically. And then we got can, it. and then we can, uh, we can go over that. The, I keep saying supervisors commissioners. <laughs> Is there, um, Al uh, commissioner Perez, do you have other questions? Are you okay with them? Okay, thank the, you so the, much. Other commissioners. Do you have other questions?
8: Uh, actually that space is really nice um the uh question is where is everybody parking are you expecting everybody to do uber and and obviously there's no cover it's just people can come in right uh reservations uh your your new speaker system is going to be more ambient which is great um Uh, I mean, yeah, there is a need for that middle-of-the-road crowd that doesn't have a place to go. Uh, I think those are popping up here and there. Um,
19: If I could, Commissioner, if I can address you a little bit, we're luckily less than a block away, sort of around the corner on Pierce Street, which is the next street over, there's a city lot. That is pretty much the biggest lot in the neighborhood. However, as you know, parking is an issue. So it's going to be Lyft and Uber, we assume, or neighbors, a lot of neighbors, I think.
8: Right. No, it's a challenging, it's a great neighborhood. It's just very busy and, you know, I lived down there for 20 some years and like I said, I still get, it's weird that all these permits are in that area, you know, I, I get a haircut right across, the, not too far from you. So I, I think, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see any issue uh, with this kind of place. So I I, 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 good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, other commissioners? All right, I don't have any specific questions. It sounds like a cool concept. Um, Not a lot of close neighbors. So Um, I want to open this up to public comment. Flash the screen. A few
3: seconds. Right, I'm checking right now, and there are no hands raised, and um, there's uh, no public comment in the chat.
0: All right, we'll close public comment. Any other comments or questions, commissioners, before we entertain motions here? All right, uh, does anybody have a motion they want to f- put forth?
7: I'll make a motion to approve this permit with staff recommendations, which consists of the good neighbor policy.
0: Is there a second? Seconded. All right, we can have a vote.
1: Okay, President Blaman Aye. Vice President Camino. Aye. Commissioner Lee. Aye. Commissioner Perez. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. And Commissioner Wayne.
0: Aye. All right, congratulations to uh, Ali and Mr. Rennie. Thank you for coming in. Uh, just follow up with our staff at your earliest convenience uh, for sure, next step. Right. Happy thank Christmas, you everybody, every and
19: thank you. Bye bye.
0: Holiday cheer. Uh-huh. Merry Bye-bye.
4: Christmas.
0: do you got a Santa you? Claus beard going. Is that, is huh? that holiday <laughs> Santa Claus beard?
19: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I am Santa, Santa. <laughs>
0: he, is, he is Santa Claus for some people. That's true. Um, I believe we have another permit.
6: We do. Last but not least, the final permit applications are for a place of entertainment and billiard parlor permit for persona located at 685 Sutter Street. The business is a full bar and lounge and they wish to obtain the POE permit to host indoor entertainment such as live bands and DJs. Additionally they would like to apply for an outdoor speaker to play amplified pre recorded music to potential patrons walking by Sunday through Thursday 4 to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday 6 p.m. to midnight. However staff recommend that they are limited to 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily based on the residential neighborhoods neighbors in the vicinity. They are located in the basement level of a building that they occupy and soundproofing was installed in the ceiling they conducted robust outreach canvassing with their canvassing their neighborhood and dispersing a total of 150 letters to residences and businesses. There was no opposition for this permit and Central Station approves the permit with no added conditions. Uh, Here to speak with you this evening is Juan Laredo, who is represented by Javier Sanchez. All right, I have to let them in
3: here.
20: Hello. Is my sound coming through? Thank you Deputy Director Azevedo. My name is Javier Sanchez and I'm here representing persona. Um, I am joined by uh, two of the three owners, so Juan Loretto as well as Jose Navidad Um, and in addition to that we have Cameron Lawrence who will manage programming among other responsibilities Um, uh, The the, uh, persona is located at 685 Sutter Street and in the basement level. Um, The idea, the vision behind it is a lounge, higher-end cocktail lounge. Um, We are applying for the place of entertainment permit for flexibility. Um, A lot of the holiday parties that come in um, request DJs and things like that intention is not a nightclub, um, not necessarily holding regular events or anything like that. It's much more low key and casual. As far as the billiards table, there there's no billiards table table currently, um, nor necessarily plans to have it. It was just kind of something that as we were doing the process going through the process of applying, we wanted to add it again to have that flexibility and choice if we do want to add it um, the yearly fee even without it is fine. Um the request to have sound as like a small speaker outside to draw people and it's just that. Um a little bit more ambient, but um there is no front on the street. There's a single doorway and it is glass so you can see in and then there's a neon lighting that says persona. But other than that it's kind of nondescript. So we're hoping to draw in curious people. Um, business has been you know, a little slow given the circumstances. Um, Outreach was conducted two two different ways. I emailed uh, businesses uh, within a two-block proximity. Um, So those were just the ones that I could find online. And then in in addition to that, um, in the posting that was required outside of the door, I canvassed the nearby neighbors, focusing more on residential, definitely. Um, just because I couldn't find the email addresses. Uh, So I covered Bush Street, um, Sutter, and Post between Leavenworth and Powell. Um, So that's in the east-west direction. And then north-south, I did uh, Leavenworth, Jones, Taylor, Mason, and Powell between Bush and Post. Uh, I didn't hear back fortunately or unfortunately from, um, I didn't really hear back from anybody, just one at the bridal shop, but that was positive. Um, just kind of curious and asking more questions. We don't have any programming, um, other than, um, I, I do need to be transparent. We did apply for a one time sound permit for new year's Eve. Uh, I just want to call that out since I don't know when this permit will be approved. Um, so I don't want that to seem conflicting, um, but other than that, there are no current plans for immediate entertainment. Um, so unless there's other questions,
4: that's all I have.
0: Thank you, uh, commissioners.
8: Anyway, <clears throat> okay, first I'll go. Go for it. So uh, your place uh, was a club before, right? It was cellar. The cellar so uh, th- are you connected to the upstairs as well
20: no located directly above us is uh matador the matador matador okay uh, and that's a separate entity there's no
8: there's no link so uh, so really the only way that people could know you're there is uh by the big double doors that go down you know with yeah. the awning right that's still there it's-
20: it's a single door on the front entrance. And then uh, I think it's a single door for the emergency exit as well. Yeah, it's just a single door.
8: Okay. And so um, so obviously d- different from what the cellar was, was kind of an ongoing club. And it sounds to me you're more of a, want to be more of a special event kind of venue. And you serve food there? No, um, and it's not a special event. Uh, venue.
20: So right now the application was for seven days a week between 4 p.m. and uh 2 a.m. And again that's for flexibility currently we operate from f- uh 4 p.m. to 2 a.m Tuesday through Saturday. Um so it's regularly opened. It's a it's a lounge. It's um
8: like sh- a bar right?
20: on the bottom, on the bottom, correct.
8: Yeah, like a bar, right?
20: Yeah, yeah like a bar. Um so the the uh, you know there's just been a lot of requests coming in from uh like a, the few holiday parties we've had and it's like everybody wants a dj okay. um so just kind of giving us more
8: options are you using the same equipment that was there before or you purchase new new equipment um
20: i don't know i would have have to ask juan to speak on that because i'm not sure if the sound equipment was new i believe it is but i i don't want i'm not
21: wondering yeah we um way we updated the equipment but it's all mostly for like background music um and we did uh sound i guess the um commission came in and did the reading already and told us what was uh, allowed and what wasn't um so so yeah it's just the um mostly equipment for uh background music that the DJ will just plug in and the musicians will plug into our house system so it's so not you know, like like mega, you know, uh, club system or anything like that.
8: So you do have full control? Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Uh, we, DJ- have, um, we have other venues
21: down in the peninsula, and we have full control because, as you know, DJs always want to turn it up, and we don't want to operate as a nightclub. Um, if we did, we would put in a mega sound system. Um, We want the guests to come in, enjoy a $20 cocktail, and, you know, talk to their, you know, their group of friends or their dates, um, but we're not planning on being
8: a nightclub. Okay. Um, And do you serve food there? We do not. Okay. All right. Well, it's a, it's, it's a nice space if it, if it's done right. And, uh, you know, just, uh, it just had some bad history before, but I think with COVID, I mean, you know, even all the students are not even there anymore. You it's know.
21: been it's been a little sleepy here in this area, in this neighborhood. Um, and that's one of the things is we're applying for the permits because we get a lot of requests from uh, companies to do DJs and to do a permit each time would be just a pain in the butt. So we just decided to apply for the entertainment permit.
8: Right. Okay. Well... And do you have security when you run these events? Uh, we do. We haven't done uh, too many events with entertainment
21: because we don't have a permit. So, uh, but we have uh, security, um, you know,
8: present. And these are guard carded security from a company, yep. or
21: yep. They're, they're, uh, they have their guard card. Okay. All
8: right. Well, good luck. Thank right. you.
0: Other commissioners,
5: just sounds like you guys have done your due diligence. You're in a very, you're in a central area in Union Square. A soundproof ceiling in the basement doesn't seem like there are a lot of concerns here for me. Um, I'm ready to support this moving forward.
0: Excellent. Well, let's hear from the public. Is there any public comment on this agenda item?
3: Let me just flash the screen real quick. A second or so. And there are no hands raised and there are no comments in the
0: chat box. Well, let's go ahead and close it then. Does anybody want to entertain a motion here?
5: Sure. I would move to approve the place of entertainment with outdoor amplified sound billiard parlor permit. Uh, with the staff recommendation which is approval with the good neighbor policy and permit holders allowed to host pre recorded outdoor amplified sound daily from 4 to 10 p.m. Outdoor amplified sound equipment must be stationary and fixed to a specific location. And for all outdoor amplified sound activities, permit holder shall control the volume of outdoor amplified sound. So it does not exceed ambient levels at a distance of 50 feet measured from the property plane and sound abatement internal limit approved at 93 DBA 108 DBC max measured from the lower
7: platform on the stairs. Second. All right, let's have a vote.
1: Okay, President Blyman.
7: Aye.
1: Vice President Camino. Aye. Commissioner Lee. Aye. Commissioner Perez. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. And Commissioner Wayne.
0: Aye. Congratulations team you've been approved. Uh, Please follow up with our staff at a later date and it's my understanding that there was some talk that you were hoping to maybe at one point have a later outdoor and um there's nothing stopping you at a later date from coming back in and and applying for that um i think it's always helpful if you have a track record of success ahead of that things like that so um just something to think of going forward all right thank you um,
20: thank you commissioners
0: all right let's move along here number seven uh is done No, nope. we num next agenda item is number seven which is consideration and possible action to adopt a resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under the california government code section 54953 e do we have a motion to have a remote meeting again this month Mm, so moved we have a second all right is there any public comment on this agenda item
3: and there is
0: none all right then we can vote
1: okay president Blyman aye vice president Camino oh I think her zoom is out so I'll come back to her commissioner Lee aye commissioner Perez aye commissioner Thomas aye commissioner Wang aye and vice president Camino okay (laughs) Amazing we have a forum without her.
0: Cast anyway. Incredible. Yeah. That Just by a hair.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> the final agenda item is number eight, I believe, uh, which is commissioner comments and questions and new business to review for future agenda items. What do we got? Mm-hmm. Happy awesome. solstice. Ooh, it is the solstice.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) That's my comment.
1: Happy holidays, everybody.
2: Yep. And um, thank you in advance for the staff for monitoring New Year's Eve and Christmas
1: Eve festivities around town. So, um, Christmas Eve, just FYI, is not on our schedule. We have given our inspectors the Christmas holiday off. Awesome. Good New Year's right. Eve, yes.
2: <laughs> Thank you for your, all your work during the holiday season.
4: Thank
0: you. All right. All I'll say is that it's already starting. to seem like Omicron is going to be causing some disruptions, and I hope we can move quickly. I don't think it'll really be our commission's job, but I hope City Hall can move quickly to help things that are already scheduled in the next month or two. I know it's hard over the holidays specifically, but things in January, February, to get them outdoors. I, I, Whatever it takes, just to help, I think would be, and we all could might be able to play a role that help advocate for that. Obviously, not everything can be done outdoors, but man, this is just another mm-hmm. unforeseen kick in the nethers for us all.
7: All right, unforeseen, but yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, mean, think, I think yeah. this is going to be bad. So wear your masks, yeah. get tested. Yeah, it's definitely bad. I already
0: know maybe thirty people who have it in San Francisco, and the, their numbers are not reflecting what. This always happens to us. We're on the, in the bar business, we're seeing things like a week and a half before the Department of Public mm-hmm. Health announces it. And we're like, oh God, yeah. It. yeah. So anyway, good thing I'm in New York where there's no Omicron at all, right? In the East
7: Coast. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, take care of yourselves, everyone. Well, we, Lisa's
8: not as fatal as they say. Yeah, you know. yeah. Well, that's a but good it's gonna, thing. It's going to
0: disrupt our licenses and our businesses again, and yeah. it's going to be that's if all it is but over and and if we can get things outside it might be helpful all right is there any public comment on this agenda item
3: there is none um commissioner Camino um looks like she's gonna come back in so let's maybe bring her in
0: uh yeah it's i think it'll be all right so she's so trying. where she comes so
3: just to give her uh she has to say
0: sure. something if she yep, no it's like she's good. Commissioner Camino, do you have any comments or questions now that you're back? I'm sorry, my Zoom has closed like eight times during this meeting.
14: Okay.
0: Right. Well, news for you: there's no public comment on this agenda item, and so we are adjourning the meeting at 11:15 p.m. my time, which is <laughs> 8:15 p.m. your time.
1: And just for all of our uh, watchers or viewers out there, President Blyman does, in fact, live in San Francisco. <laughs> His family.
4: <laughs> you
1: know,
0: President Blyman's in the future. Huge scandal. Yeah. I've been rolling from by coastal. <laughs> right. Thank you, everyone. Happy
4: holidays.
7: Thank you, holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye.